Hello. Be like a little, uh, <laughs> like a barbershop quartet to start so crooning, is it? I think we're using that. Thank you very much. Yeah! Top of the set of the day. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You are listening to a bonus episode of Sapnin Podcast featuring myself, Sean Smith, and my good friend, Morgan Richards. Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards, chilling in the shade after a summer paradise of tropic like it's hot. This Snoop Dogg play Snoop Dogg didn't play <laughs> 2000 Trees, did they? So I, where's I, Tropic I, like I, it's hot? What? I I I'm still suffering from my heat stroke Sunstroke. at, yeah, the, you at were. the festival. So I'm a bit delirious, as you could probably tell in in those puns. Um they were crap, Mog. They were worse than usual. <laughs> they weren't even song titles by people we're talking to, are they? No, they they're just... not. They're really not. They were they were festival. <laughs> What a bad start. (laughs) Anyway, stop talking, Morgan, for God's sake. This is our bonus episode because last weekend we were absolutely graced and blessed to be invited to 2000 Trees Festival in Cheltenham. Yes, for the first time in three years, the best medium-sized festival, community-driven experience and independent weekend 2000 Trees returned to Upcott Farm in Cheltenham, UK, and we had a truly unforgettable experience as a podcast, as individuals, and as music fans. Together, we got to open up the festival every morning on the Word stage after yoga, doing live podcast events in front of an audience, and despite your fear, Sean, turned out very, very well. They were surprisingly good. I was worried like that bit <laughs> in Wayne's World where they put on a party and they, uh, they expected nobody to turn up, but it t- turned out quite nice. Yeah, I was worried before we got there that we'd be on a massive stage. And then I was worried nobody would be at the massive stage. Then we got the stage and it was um, a lot smaller than I thought, which was cool. <laughs> and then I was worried about nobody being there. The first time we went up to the stage set, there were probably 60 people doing yoga. So I thought, yeah, people don't want to do yoga 
and be all chill and stretched out and nam- namaste and then have two Welsh knobheads talking bollocks like so I was a little bit worried but it turned out absolutely wicked yeah we were generally shocked by the amount of people who turned up to watch us especially first thing in the morning it was incredible especially as the days got on I think maybe word got out about these podcasts a little bit more and the tent even got over flooded on the Friday and Saturday which is uh insane insane to think about um yeah wonderful experience just chilling out we had beach deck chairs on stage and just talking to some really special guests and uh shout out to the whole team at the word stage who looked after us and m from nervous james scarlett the boss of the festival and saint agnes for taking the time to do these live podcast shows with us we didn't know how any of the guests would react, really, because I don't know if any of them had done live podcasts before, but every single one of them was very, very funny, very, very informative. I enjoyed their company very, very much. So Yes, and we got to record all of those conversations, but I'll talk about that in just a little bit. But Sean, Friday, Raiders played the cave stage full of people moshing, and they were very amazed by your crazy live persona. Uh, climbing things, going outside the tent, and all that. Isn't it mad that, what, a man has walked outside of a tent? What a nutter. <laughs> um, yes, uh, my band Raiders played uh, the Friday. Again, we, weren't, we genuinely weren't expecting anybody to be there. And by the end of our set, the tent looked pretty full. So thank you very much if you came to see either the podcast and or Raiders because, yes, I had a very, very good weekend, despite considering considering prior to it that it would probably be awful. Topsy-turvy down, motherfucker. And it was actually a pretty good weekend. Raiders enjoyed it. I saw a lot of people after who came on to me and said they enjoyed it and the podcast. So all round, great weekend. Thank you very much to 2000 Trees. We saw some absolutely fantastic bands there to see Young Guns take to the stage again. And to see their faces light up as they walked on, as the tent was absolutely chock-a-block and people were ready to jump up and down and sing as loud as they could. Yeah, I nearly shed a little tear. Um, yeah, there was loads of bands, wasn't it? Um, Yumi Six, Turnstile, Thrice. Yeah, I thought there was a, a lot of really memorable sets during the weekend. Obviously, Jimmy World headlined the first night playing a set of all the hits and you just got to see special things like Rome playing their final festival show, Tom Jenkins bringing his Valley's Charm to the forest stage, Lizzie Farrell started a new era coming on in her aesthetic of her last album Bruises and then going off and coming back on with a, a whole new look and atmosphere which was I thought was very interesting and Holden Absence of course played the festival and the tent was overflowing so there was just so many memorable sets during the weekend and a few from guests that we're going to be talking to in this episode but quickly before we go into that Sean a double question for you from that Raiders set the amount of photographers who were saying that you're their dream because you were doing random shit was interesting and I believe you are now on a mission to find the sound person from that show Yes, um, loads of people have got in touch with us and said that we sounded really good. So we are trying to find out who the front of house person was for Raiders on the cave stage at 12 o'clock on Friday. If you are friends with that person, please make us aware of it at Sappening Pod on Twitter, Instagram, 
because I want to conjole them into being our front of house person, possibly. Ooh. So I would like to know what the deal is there and if they would be up for it also. I'd imagine they're not up for it and they are currently in hiding. <laughs> but yeah, we had a good time. Yes. Um, we had a good time. And yes, I'm glad photographers like taking photos of us and me. Um, I'm sorry if I offended anyone with anything I said or did when I'm on stage. I can't help it. The devil takes over. But during some downtime at the festival, we went and recorded a mixture of conversations with artists who we feel both deserved an extra bit of spotlight and brought a different energy to the festival that you're about to hear in this bonus episode. So we're going to be talking to both Finn and M of Delay the Liar, who were extremely positive and buzzing after a very memorable set. We go into a chat with the legendary rhythm section of Frice with Eddie and Riley. Breckenridge Brothers, nice. Yes, that was very fun and it was good to see them. And also... How good was that I-5 I did um, <laughs> when uh, they were driving past? At one point, thrice were driving past uh, me and Morgan on a golf buggy going to a stage. I could hear one of them shout, and as I turned around, he had his hand out, and I gave him the most perfect I-5 I've ever given anybody in my life. So it was I, class. I wish it was recorded. It was it was that good. Oh, the sound, the field. It was the sound, <laughs> the feel. It was absolutely perfect. They played their album Vihisu in full at the festival so we got to talk to him a little bit of the backstory between that and the artists and the ambulance two very memorable records two very important records to our scene so that's a conversation to definitely check out we also have time with our very good friends in raptors simon and ian are going to be on they had a really emotional show for many reasons and they're going to get all to that but their debut album living without death's permission is available and there's a chaotic chat with marissa and the moths and by the moths i mean liam liam the moth and then we have a very special snippet of the live podcast recording with the big boss himself james scarlet so if you want to hear what those live podcasts sound like you can a little bit later on and we will be releasing the ones with M from Nervous and St. Agnes as their own individual releases in the weeks to come. So make sure you keep updated with everything going on with Sapnin Podcast at Sapnin Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And please support us via our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Sapnin. But without any further ado, a massive thank you for the team for a magical weekend. This is what we got up to at 2000 Trees. Sapnin! 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 Fantastic. We're backstage here at 2000 Trees and we are joined by Finn and M of the Lay the Liar. Hello, Hello there. Hello. How are you guys today? Very, very well after that set. That was <laughs> honestly such a life-changing moment. Like seeing a full tent, like I've loved this festival for so many years and then after such a long wait as well. Just feels absolutely amazing. And like, oh yeah, I've very nearly cried on stage, but I held it together. Ah, <laughs> big drum riser. Yeah. Thought, honestly thought I was going to break my leg multiple <laughs> times. Like just got straight up there. 
Big jumps, man. That are just, <laughs> big jumps, big trees. Big, 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 big well, medium, medium-sized festival. <laughs> <laughs> big trees, big jumps, medium-sized festival. That's, that's, the, that's it. The three, the three ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how are you guys? Yeah, we've been good. This Do you been, know what? Been... Nobody else has asked that. Thank you very much, Finn. <laughs> Fake um, fans. Fake fans. But it's, yeah, it's, it's, right. it's, it's nice to see you guys very happy and full of energy after that set. As you said, Trees has been a festival very good to both of you in the past. So I'm sure you're on cloud nine at this moment. Completely. Absolutely. Completely. Yeah, I can't wait um, to just... For, the, for for it just to crash, you know, and the oh, and, yeah. and you know just the the crippling depression to set back. Yeah, yeah. 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 Really. going to be pretty. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. Thing, this so. was this was sweet relief. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In a painful life. <laughs> oh, he knows all that oh, too yeah. well. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's fucking yeah. That's every waking moment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just looking for that little bit. Of, anyway, let's try to keep it positive. Yeah. Um, Tell us about some of your previous 2003 experiences. Like, what have you got up to here? Who have you seen? Well, I came here uh, for the first time as like as a punter in 2016, I think it was, and the Bronx headlined the Cave on the Thursday, and fuck me, it was insane. Like the whole room was moving. That was like amazing. Basement played that year as well, which was fantastic, and Crooks played as well. Which was really cool. Like I think they just released um, Are We All The Same Distance Apart and then they like broke up kind of like shortly after that or just went on like indefinite hiatus. But that was really cool as well. But yeah, it was the first time kind of like learning the like the lay of the land around here. And also I drank a lot of hooch. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. And you know, not that I would advocate, you know, binge drinking, but having a hooch in the morning of a festival. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. I switched it for a white claw this oh, year. No, I was gonna say it's like spiky lemon fanta, really. Spiky right. lemon so fanta. I don't I don't drink, but I seen that's very popular lately. Why is why is it all of a sudden it's everywhere? Easy to drink. It's why is it now it everywhere? It just tastes like lemon and lime water. Yeah, it's just like it's a liquid meme. That it gets you drunk. Uh, it's a liquid meme. It's a meme. That is true. That's that what is. it is. It is yeah. a meme. Yeah. It's a caricature of itself. Yeah. And that has made it popular, <laughs> I would say. Mm. Would be my take on the thing. What about you, yeah. trees-wise? Trees-wise, this is my first time playing because Delaire played in 2019, but that was before I was in the band. And last time I came here was... I was actually here in 2019. And I saw Turnstile. Did you watch Delay of the Liar then? I actually didn't. Oh! I know, I know. Let's I'm, go I'm a back in person. time. <laughs> I know. Shame, shame. I wow. know. Wow. I do. I'm very ashamed. Don't worry. I, I think about it every day. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. You, well, you've made up for it now, haven't you? By being yeah. involved in the best performance of 2003. Yeah. Some are saying. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's but, yeah. to you, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you, you are go, saying. No, no. <laughs> I was just saying, just in case you were like, no, I enjoyed 2019 a bit more, to be honest. Yeah. But. 2019 was very good. It was very good. But, but this, this was, was also very good. This really was like next level, I think. Yeah, mm. it was fantastic. I mean, yeah. I was going to say, just my voice proves it. <laughs> <laughs> well, since that 2019 set, I feel like the band has changed in so many ways. It, it yeah. seems to be like a completely different version and chapter of everything you've done. I mean, what would you put down to the that kind of evolution in that time? Is there anything in particular that you've kind of realized or like flipped the switch that made you the version of the band you are today? Yeah. Well, I mean, we were a two-piece back then. And... Um, the, the drummer at the time, Joey, um, he decided he wanted to take a step back from the band, like it wasn't really scratching the itch for him anymore. Um, and like, 
the band at that point was kind of built around mine and Joey's like relationship and friendship and like basically it would have felt uh, insincere to kind of just replace a drummer and then just kind of like keep that um, that kind of like I don't know version at the foreground so the whole thing had to change which kind of it gave us a lot of like creative freedom with how we wanted to approach the band and stuff like that as well um, I knew about it like a, a, a little while before the, the official kind of like announcement kind of came out um, and yeah met M playing a show in Bournemouth and met Chaz through like a mutual friend and stuff like that so we were a three piece for a while and now we've got Becky playing uh, like sessioning on guitar for us because the four piece thing it gives me a bit more freedom personally to kind of get let off the lead you know which is which is great you know and i really enjoy that kind of side of it as well but fuck me honestly i thought it was going to be easier like playing guitar and singing it like than playing guitar and singing at the same time but you exert so much more energy i can't like catch my breath i don't know you that all my former band members yeah. Yeah. You that? it's hard sean just turns up yeah does he turn up or does he carry the fucking band on stage because <laughs> he was that one wasn't he, you fuckers anyway sorry <laughs> yeah. like, before i joined the band i like i played in other bands in the past but i didn't really move that much on stage and then i joined the lair and i saw obviously finn goes fucking ham mm. so I was like well I need to go fucking ham <laughs> and now I think I go maybe too ham but I enjoy the ham I disagree I enjoy the ham but I am a vegan there's no, there's no <laughs> such thing yeah. Yeah. <laughs> important to know that M is a vegan yes alright no, re- no real ham the, ve- the vegan ham like. yeah, yeah the vegan corn ham, ham. Yeah. Yeah. I go so corn ham bro yeah. <laughs> uh, but like do you, do you ever find you guys are trying to outdo each other on stage with how hyped you are I don't, I don't, it sounds quite bad. I'm so focused on not hurting myself that like, or like, or like, I don't know, or not hurting anyone else. I'm not really paying attention to what everyone else is doing on stage. I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just going and hoping for the best really. Yeah. So I don't think there isn't a huge amount of competitive element to it. I mean, no, for me anyway. I'm just more like, please stay in time, stay in time, stay in time. <laughs> and then, yeah. Yeah. Do the rock, do the big rock. Do the big fat rock. And M, since you've joined the ranks, is there anything like you've kind of noticed just kind of creativity wise or just like putting your stamp on the band as well with trying to work with everything? Yeah, for sure. I've really enjoyed like um, like adding more vocals in, like, especially with Furnace, how it's kind of like the back and forth vocals and stuff. It's really it's like encouraged me a lot in my own vocals as well because I wasn't that confident with it before. And especially now, I remember the first time we played Furnace, I was so like, I can't sing this very well. I'm just going to like try and make do. And now it's just like being in this band has given me so much confidence and like stage presence, but also like vocal performance is like, (laughs) (laughs) like honestly, not to, not to blow smoke up this guy's ass too much, but he's a very, very, very great person to be in a band with. And toot toot. (laughs) That's me and my horn. Yeah. And yeah, in terms of like future songs, I think we're definitely going to focus on that route a lot more. Like it's been really fun. I think we both enjoyed having the bit of, back and forthness so yeah I'm really excited to see and like do the next thing I want more (laughs) one thing that has always been uh, a difficult point in the way that we're writing is that I've got a I've got a bit of a penchant for words. Right. I like, can tell by the use of penchant. <laughs> yeah, you like that, do nice, you? Yeah. yeah, you like that penchant. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I normally write too many words that I could actually like fit in my mouth. Oh, the Brendan Urie uh, way of writing. Yeah. That's, 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 it. Yeah. that's it. Although, I mean, let's not. Let's, well, let's leave that one, shall we? Yeah. Um, Songwriting. But yeah, but it is really good to have uh, have like 
to know that I'm like backed up if I like have to like miss a breath or something like that you know M's right there in my corner and it's just such a it's such a like a it makes me feel a lot more comfortable in the performance and leaves a lot less room for, for error on, on, on my part because I know I've got that support as well when it comes to like delivering lead lines. So yeah, it's fucking, it's been fucking brilliant, honestly. M and Chaz as well. Um, yeah. All three of us kind of giving it the old the old college try, you know? <laughs> no, but it's nice to see all the like success that's happened in these last couple of years. And you, it, it seems like you've all molded very well as this version of the band. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd agree. I, yeah, I for sure. fucking love it, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like, weird if one of we went. Do you know well, what? Fuck Chaz. I've had enough. <laughs> I've had enough. Yeah, that's it. This is actually me announcing my resignation from the band. Yeah. Yeah. Oh dear. Uh oh. Yeah, they're gonna carry on without me. Yeah, like, yeah. Take the name. Exactly. You can oh, have the name. Fucking try. Weird, you know, I was gonna say I can't sing what you can sing. Jeez. But, but M, I did want to bring up. Obviously, you um, also play with our mutual friend Ben Lanford Bliss yes, of Fleet Soul. Yes. How how does that dynamic work? Because when Delia is obviously really busy, is it kind of just seeing the schedules and trying to work everything out, or yeah. is it sometimes a fighting over you? Well, I've I've kind of like made an arrangement with Ben that like Delia is like my child. It's my baby. It will always be like. So, I mean, prior to this tour, we did three shows of Hot Milk last week, and then I went straight into a tour with Ben, and then straight into this. So I haven't actually been home since last Monday. Oh, wow. But, yeah, two tours, two festival slots, because I'm playing mm. at 4.20 Fucking on the nice. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It can be quite demanding at times, but, like, I make it work. Nice. So, yeah, yeah. part-time job. No full-time job, only part-time, and then it's okay. Well, keep her up, it's lovely to see you both just kind of loving it um what just before you go please let us know about anything you'd like to plug what's next what's coming please just share it with everyone well finn's just quit yes yeah finn's just, just quit, quit. Uh, that's, the <laughs> that's the headline i'm out m's audition new fun people now <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, interested. Oh, I'll get right. I'll yeah, yeah, right. Oh, I missed the show. No, I only wanted the attention. Yeah. I missed the show. Shit. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, our next our next show is Fest Shalom in London, which is going to be really lovely. Like we're playing with Palm Reader for the first time, so that's going to be great. Um, everything else we can't really talk about just yet. So, uh, uh, so yeah, yeah. So you can, we can do the typical uh, big things coming. Uh, big things coming. Big, big announcement coming. coming big soon. Things, big things coming Check soon. Check Twitter tomorrow. Exactly. Best thing yeah. You've ever heard. Big yeah. things coming soon. Best thing you've ever heard. What is it? Oh, yeah. you're releasing a sweat. Band. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Band. It Ooh, is big, though. It's a big sweat band. It's a giant sweat band. Yeah. Or maybe we're just completely changing direction. We're going to be a cross-punk bands from now on. Do you know what I mean? That's it. Nice. That's what I think. I could go for a bit of scar, personally. Oh, no. I don't scar. Ruin it. You don't want to trump it? You don't want to trump it? Don't start with him with scar. That's a whole other podcast. They're faking being happy, innit? They're all faking being happy. None of us are happy. Aren't we all? Right? Exactly. So don't pretend. Don't come on stage and be like, I'm having a good time. You ain't. None of us are. Reel it in. Real big fish. That's right. (laughs) Very well done. Um, But yeah, I think that's that's all for us, really. Awesome. Well, lovely to see you guys. Good luck with everything. We'll catch up with you again very soon. Yeah, yeah, it was lovely chatting. See you soon. Lovely. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Sapnin. Oh, two different ones there. Two different ones right there. Yeah, gotta try to do it. Nice. Yes. I love that. We're backstage here at 2000 Trees, and we are joined by Eddie and Riley of Thrice. Thanks for having us, yeah. Yes, good to be here. Is this your first 2000 Trees experience? I believe so, yes. Nice. <laughs> the memory. How are you finding this so far? 
Oh, it's beautiful. I mean, couldn't have asked for a better day. It's so nice out. Yeah, the vibe is is great here. Yeah, it's a really cool vibe. It's one of the um, it's one of the most like communal festivals we've got in the UK. And yeah, because it's kind of like a medium size, everything you got, you can walk and see everybody in like five minutes. It's it's nuts. But, yeah. um, but how's how's your day been so far? How's this kind of circuit over in Europe and stuff been? It's been a, this trip over has been a grind. Like, yeah. uh, flew into Heathrow. We went to Munster to play Vainstream Festival. Then we played a headline show in Stuttgart. Then we played a headline show in Milan. Wow. Then we played some massive festival called Mad Cool in Madrid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we drove 27 hours from Madrid oh, to here. Wow. And got here last night or this morning at like around 1 a.m. Oh. Uh, and then woke up and we're here to play a show. <laughs> and I, I did the math through today. We've done just under 5,000 kilometers in a week. Oh wow! wow. So, wow. So we're pretty tired. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, this is like the icing on the cake. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think tonight's going to be magic. It's going to be really fun. So this yeah. is what we've been waiting for all <laughs> yeah. week. So it's yeah. going to be cool. Well, with everything that's gone on, this gig is kind of being in your calendar for a very long time. It was kind of three years in the books and obviously you're going to be playing your album Fihisu in full how does uh, that feel I mean obviously going from playing other shows and then having something a little bit different like this and reflecting on an album does it kind of mix things up for you a little bit uh, it's, it's a lot to wrap your head around as far as like feeling good about playing all the, the entire album um, but we've been the past two tours we've done we've been trying to like break up the songs and add some of them in other sets so we can kind of have it because this is a very special thing for tonight we haven't done this set since 2019 yeah so it will be our first time doing it since then and uh i feel like we're ready for it but it is like a little bit daunting yeah <laughs> yeah what's some of your like fondest memories from the fahisu era of rice um i would say the step that we took creatively there is something that has been extremely important to the longevity of the band. We had a lot of, we were on a major label at the time. We had just put out our most successful record sales wise and radio wise and all that. And there was a lot of pressure to follow that up with kind of another one of those records. And we had felt rushed writing Artist in the Ambulance and uh, we're... Wow, that's mad to you. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, it. Yeah. I feel like we wrote that record in like three months. And it was so intense and so taxing and stressful. And we recorded it at some crazy studio that we didn't feel like we had any business being at. And it was just so rushed and so surreal. But you was just... Was that the major label then? Like making... Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, we wouldn't say no to like, hey, do you want to go to upstate New York and record in this studio that like the band has recorded in and Dave Matthews and Jeff Buckley and all these crazy wow. artists. <laughs> we said yes to all these opportunities, but um, it just felt so rushed that we we never had a chance to like get our footing and experience much of it. So for Visu, we were like, we want to take more chances creatively. We absolutely need to have more time to write. And this is like non-negotiable. And we are not working with like hotshot producer that you might want us to work with. We're working with a guy that we want to work with. 
So we made the record with Steve Osborne, who's worked with like U2 and uh, Doves. Oh. Yeah, he's from Bob. <laughs> from Bob. Um, and Is he it was in today? Oh, no. <laughs> but it ended up being an amazing experience, and we took a lot of chances. And the label was kind of like, uh, what is this record? Like, what do we do with this? But if we hadn't um, taken kind of a hard left turn creatively, I don't think we'd still be here. Like, we might have gotten burned out just trying to make the same record over and over. And um, so there are a lot of like, very good feelings about Visu and what it's meant for our band over the years. Yeah. Yeah, it does feel like that record especially is such a highlight in some of your back catalogue as well. I think a lot of fans really resonate with with that album. Is there any uh, tracks in particular that you feel maybe you have a special bond with that you don't get to play as much or ones that maybe don't get appreciated when you're not playing them as often but because you are, you are now? Um... There's a lot. There's a lot on that record, actually. Um, oh, it's 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 so hard. Like I'm never. Uh, it's horrible to say. I'm never like a huge fan of the singles. <laughs> like uh, like the more obscure songs, I usually like just because they're they're a little bit. They they take a little bit more time to make sense of. Um, and um, like I've always really been a fan of the song Atlantic, which was a big shift for us at the time like it was like including a lot of influences that we were maybe afraid to do so we were doing a lot of heavy rock and more like punk rock or like metal-y kind of guitar vibes and um it just felt uh felt punk to do that for us um i feel really good about that but then also uh the song the earth will shake um, has been one yeah it's been a song that we almost play at every show and still never gets old it's just it feels good it encompasses like dynamics that we really like it's pretty it's gross it's heavy it's mellow it's it's got all all the things that uh make music exciting for mm. me yeah so, yeah sorry to tarnish that song but um <laughs> in 2020 when they did like the 2000 screens thing where they because the festival was cancelled they had like people record covers yeah. ah. my band butchered uh it will shake so yeah oh, don't nice. check it out <laughs> no, no, no yeah, we're definitely, definitely don't check it, it out yeah. um and yeah oh yeah also um, yeah, my old band, The Blackout, we, um, yeah, I think we opened the Vihisu tour for you as well. So, yeah, that was, it's like fucking full circle yeah. for me as well. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's mental. But, yeah, definitely don't check out that Earth Will Shake cover. Um, <laughs> we did try our best, but <laughs> we're not thrice. So, um, yeah, we didn't do it justice, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. But what's some of the um, best memories from just playing festivals, especially over here in the UK? Because I feel like, it's, this territory is being such an advocate for Thrice over the years, especially just kind of the more obscure releases as well, and just always wanted to um, show support for, mm-hmm. for you guys whenever possible. We have really fond memories. I mean, dating back to the early days, just some of the, the early club shows here were mental. Um, we had some experiences like playing Reading and Leeds main stage um, early on that seem totally surreal and i mean sure you're playing at like noon or one at 1 p.m um but just looking out and seeing a sea of people at that time was unlike anything we'd ever experienced and now like 
coming over still the support is crazy we're headlining this festival which still doesn't seem real to us <laughs> really um but it's an amazing opportunity and something we're super grateful for and I can't wait to play. It's yeah. going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, what uh, else is going on just kind of behind the scenes with the band at the moment? Because it seems that w- whenever you're away from an album cycle, you're so busy working on other things, whether it's building a studio or just other projects, something like that. So at the moment, is are you taking a break from all that or is there still kind of things going on behind the scenes that people don't necessarily know about? Um... There are some some things that people don't don't know about that they're not supposed to know about. So we have some cool stuff coming up. Um, yeah, we're always busy. Like, I mean, if it's not stuff with the band, it's just stuff at home, you know, just uh, it seems crazy. Um, really happy to still be doing it and still be inspired. Like, be, I mean, I can't wait to start or well be working on the next thing already but i also can't wait to play this show it's like everything is just so fresh and exciting still and that's seems crazy to say after we've been doing it 20 years which also doesn't feel like 20 years at all well that's the thing it's like you see so many bands that get jaded and like bored of what they do you know they're just running through the motions but i've never ever felt that with thrice it's always felt fresh and eager and um I wanted to ask what, um, yeah, what was the difference in length of writing time between artist and Visu then? I think Visu, we took close to nine months or a year. Um, and we were like, this is not negotiable with the label. And they were like, oh no, you have to keep going, like keep moving. like. And we just didn't, we didn't acquiesce to their <laughs> nice <laughs> demands. Yeah. Um, but I feel like we had to. Like we would have gotten swallowed up by the major label machine. Um, if we would have done the like three-month turnaround, we wouldn't have gotten to do the experimentation that we wanted to do. We probably would have settled with like hotshot producer of the time, uh, which would have made our record sound like every other record, heavy record that was coming out at the time. And there were producers that we met with that were just like, hey, like, I have this number one single and I have the number one ballad and, like, here's how we do this. Like, we put you into the machine and then out comes your hit record. And it's like, that's never why we signed up to do any of this shit. So, yeah, we took our time and we did what we wanted to. We worked with the producer we wanted to and put out the record we wanted to and we're here still we doing are. it. Yeah, yeah. Here we are like, yeah, when did, when did that come when did Visu come out? 2005. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. Well, that's seven, yeah, 17 yeah. years later. We yeah. did like a 15 year tour and then <laughs> thanks to COVID like we're almost at the 20 year mark. So. That's that's amazing. Yeah. That's class. I'm just chuffed for you. <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah, and it just must be a nice feeling when you see so many people excited that you get to do special gigs like this as well. Yeah, it, it's cool the amount of support that we see for Visu because it was hard to see that when we first put it out. So it's it's cool to like challenge your audience and then and then have them kind of make sense of it on their own or maybe some of them still don't like it, but... Maybe there's a whole realm of people that that now do. Like Riley was saying, like it was really important for us because we we value the influences that we have, like what the music that we love so much, and to honor that is really important. And 
And we didn't know how to do that when we did Artists in the Ambulance. Like we were at a point where we had to make a record. We had ideas that were from before the three month period, but we had to put it down in three months and put it out. And then after that, we were like, we have to catch up and gain the ability to include the things that inspire us. And that was Visu. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, with um, with artists. Yeah. How did you feel about that record, uh, the artist record then? Like, were you, because you rushed it, did you, did you, did it make you feel negatively about it? Or did you just power through and like, or do you just love it all the way through? That whole era was just so surreal because we were so busy. We were touring like crazy. Uh, the writing process was very rushed. Like I said, there was no time to, like I mentioned earlier, like no time to just kind of like stand there and make sense of everything that was happening. Like doing like world tours and being on like, were we on like, MTV TRL or something around that wow. time. It's like, nice. like stuff yeah. that like like watch Blink be on this show, and then like we're on it somehow, and radio interviews, and uh, it all seemed like unreal because it was never anything we set out to do. We were never a band that was like we want to have a number one single. Not that we ever had one, but we want to have like the biggest song on the radio, and we want to like play arenas and we want to do all this stuff and like stuff just kept happening and kept happening and our mo as a band has always been just like say yes to the next big thing if it feels okay and like one step at a time yeah never like trying to skip steps and uh just riding that for so long it all seems like a blur to me kind of but there's i mean there's no i like that record and the success that we had with it, I think has afforded us the ability to, to experiment and do stuff like Visu and then do everything since. Like that established a, a fan base for us and we're extremely lucky that a good portion of that fan base is still into what we're doing no matter how weird it gets or how far away from artists in the ambulance it is and there are still people that are just like oh, when are you going to make another artist in the ambulance or why do you make <laughs> songs like, that sound me, like when are you going to make illusion of safety again and um but has that has that made you feel negative towards any of those songs or did you know because you well not rushed them but you wrote them in three weeks like do you look back at them now and you're like oh I wish we could have changed something in this or uh I no because it, like the experience is what it is um we were working with Brian McTurnan who we did Illusion of Safety with and it was like it, we were both kind of doing this new type of project but with a different budget and a different like scope and and all that um the only negative that I feel about it is it's almost like the record was throttled in a way. Like, like, like if you, I don't know, but then I think there are certain songs on it though, where you can hear where we were trying to go, but it just wasn't exactly there yet. And some of those songs are my favorite songs on the record. Like, Hoods on Peregrine I love that song I wish we played it more but it's like one of those songs where we play it live and it doesn't get the reaction that a uh, artist in the ambulance does yeah, or whatever yeah. and you're like yeah. damn it <laughs> but I mean we always afford ourselves like 
a certain amount of songs on the set that like we don't even think about what the input of the crowd will be which is which is great and it's important for us and hopefully there's the like super fans out there I hate that name but you know like the people that are really enjoy our music that are really happy to see those deeper cuts oh yeah well yeah the drummer for my band today like li- literally we said yes to this like because you'd already been on it for the two years I guess and like we got added maybe last year or something and yeah as soon as we got offered it I think we were offered the Thursday first and our drummer was like nice. no we can't <laughs> let's try to do it Friday and I need to be there for that so yeah the super fans definitely exist awesome and um, yeah a lot of them are in my band so yeah that's <laughs> But, That's awesome. But guys, it's been great to kind of reminisce and hear these stories and about everything. We're really looking forward to the show tonight. But before you go, is there anything else people can look out for? What's in the pipeline? If there's anything to plug, please uh, let us know. Um, Ed mentioned it earlier, but we are working on a special project for next year. Ooh. Uh, we cannot talk about it. <laughs> um, we will be working on Horizons West at some point later in the year. Um we're going back home for most of the rest of the summer. In the fall, we'll be back out here with Coheed and Cambria and Touche Amore, mm, which we're really looking forward yeah, to, yeah. doing some proper club shows with some good friends. Um, and then at the end of the year, back home, we're doing four uh, hometown shows where we're playing Illusion of Safety in its entirety. Wow. Four nights in a row, which is insane. <laughs> because... I didn't know that that many people wanted to see that. And also, we have to find a way to feel 20 years younger. Yeah, exactly. I didn't want to say, yeah, it's a yes. bit of a... Yeah, it's a We're bit not of 25, 23, yeah. 21. Some of them are a bit fast. Yeah. 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 Sometimes a lot of work. Got to dust off the forbidden beat. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you so much, guys, for taking the time. It's been great to chat, and uh, we'll catch you again very soon. Yeah, cheers. Thank cheers. you so much. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Sapnin! 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 Sapn
Fucking hell. You have no idea how long we've been waiting to do that, by the way. Like, this might be the first time the band is a bigger fan of the podcast than the podcast is a fan of the band. Thank you very much. That is very kind. Yes, for anybody. It's an audio-only podcast, so you didn't see that, obviously. Yeah. You've just been attacked by the rest of Raptors and... The Ra- pack. The yeah. pack. They were here. They've gone like the wind. Don't know where they've gone. Yeah. That's all the they needed. That's all they wanted all weekend. Yeah, they only ever listened to the intro, and then they stopped listening. <laughs> yeah. listen. It's got a really good name, that podcast. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> but, it's oh. because you guys have kept us busy on tour. Like, we're in the van constantly. Like, whenever we're on tour, it's always, oh, we'll stick a Sabling episode on. We've got a long drive to do. It's sound. Nice. So yeah. then it's just like... Oh yeah, we've been asked to do Sapnin. Oh well, you, you guys are not getting away with being there on your own. <laughs> like, we're getting in there and shouting the word Sapnin like it's happening. Nice. Well, yeah. Thank oh, you very yeah, much. Really, and, um, we really appreciate that. Yeah. Congratulations on the album. Mm-hmm. The thank album you. Album is out now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Like that. out now. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. It all seems very positive so far. Spins. Yeah. I, do, I shouldn't sound as shocked, but I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, fucking hell. Fuck yeah. uh, yeah, I haven't had uh, any hatred. Yeah. So, We've, yeah. convinced, we've somehow convinced them to be nice to us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The imposter syndrome's kicking in yeah. now. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, everyone's being that. really good about it. No, it's, yeah, it's uh, very positive. So, yeah, happy days. We've had some funny uh, funny comments on YouTube, though. Oh, but, uh, yes. Yes. Let's let's leave them From Germans or... <laughs> why, why are they? No. I, 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 think, I think it's... I think it's American. Not going to throw the uh, the Americans under the bus. Maybe I am. I'm, that's literally what I'm doing. But yeah, it seems to be uh, the uh, metal elitists. Oh, uh, is it? Metal's meant to be for everyone, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. We've been preaching the, the the community, and they're just like you're dickless losers. Was was one of the best. <laughs> was the best dickless one. losers. Hey, next yeah. single. Sticker on the front. Yeah. Songs by sounds like dickless losers. Uh, yeah. What you do is you do do it. You take what they say. Oh, you slagging me off. I'm using yeah. it to promote no, let's my go, own band. Let's go further with that. You do a photo shoot like your Kendalls. Oh. <laughs> Just in wow. time for the Barbie movie to yeah, come exactly. out. Exactly. Nice. Yes. We are on by brand. marketing genius. Walk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. That is fantastic. We have actually uh, got a screen print ready to make T-shirts of it. It's, uh, oh, so we, we chose all the terrible, terrible comments off YouTube, and yeah, we made them into a T-shirt. No, oh. thanks. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to make money off you fuckers. So, uh, thanks for the thanks for the hate. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Can you um, give us a sneak peek of maybe one of those sentences? Oh, Apart from Dickless. So, uh, uh, one of my favourite ones was the singer sounds like my maths teacher when they used to get angry. Oh. I was a like oh, one. Course, we all know one. that person's uh, yeah, math yeah, teacher. Yeah. Really specific. Oh, that one I, math teacher, man. Yeah, I was like, I applaud, I applaud that one. It was creative, but we, I want to, now I need to meet this math teacher. Yeah, but also we got to ask is what was going on in maths, right? That they were singing like <laughs> that, <laughs> singing or screaming like you do, right? Uh, yeah, in a maths class. I'm not a mathematician, but I'd imagine something's gone wrong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sign me up for that math class, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I might have passed. Some pretty special ones on there. Oh, they're, all, they're all escaping me now. But no, there's some pretty special ones. I think Dick, Dickless Losers. Dickless Losers was, a, was like, a top what one. What is that insult? Like, what, what does that but mean? I, yeah. How do you get from listening to music that people are losers, unless, you, you know, unless one of the lyrics says, I'm a fucking loser. But how do you listen and be like, 
They sound dickless. The thing is, we offended we offended them so much that they took to YouTube to comment and tell us <laughs> yeah, that we're yeah, dickless. Yeah, you've won there. By the way, yeah, we're, yeah, we're not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> Go make your own opinions. And, uh, yeah, Leave I, us I, comments. We, we can make more merch. Yeah. It's the thought process as well. It's like, oh, this has got me angry. I'm going to write this out. And now I'm going to press send. Yeah. Like, I've, checked a I've, checked I've checked if it's spelling mistakes. It's good <laughs> yeah. to go. I'm Grammar. still angry. Send. Send. Some of them haven't checked for spelling mistakes. Yeah. But the problem is now you can only do this t-shirt once, I've realized. I've just come up with this. Because now, bastards who love your band, not bastards, fans, lovely people, lovely, gorgeous, gorgeous humans. Sorry about that, any Raptors fans. But, like, yeah, somebody who wants attention from you now will be like I know I'm going to post a nasty comment open they put it on a t-shirt yeah, that was mine that was mine yeah that is true that is true but yes back to it we we it's all very positive apart from the YouTube Good. comments yeah <laughs> because you make it sound like it's been slated our album is great go listen to it please yeah. God. but it does feel like this moment has been a long time coming for you guys because you've been on the scene for quite a few years now working on stuff behind the scenes playing shows up and down the country yeah. but I think the album is always kind of being the kind of goal in the distance so to finally have it out now to come and celebrate it by playing a festival like 2000 Trees and being added such kind of late on. Oh, you boys technically sold it out there, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Between us and Hall and Absence, we were going to say, you're welcome to yeah. uh, James Scarlett. We'll take absolutely yeah. well, none of the enough, credit. We've got him on our 10 a.m. podcast tomorrow as well. <laughs> I'd definitely pass that on <laughs> yeah. side. Same, I'd be like, oh, they're welcome. James, yeah. you're welcome. Uh, Raptors are saying that you owe them ticket money or something. That's <laughs> anyway. But does, it, but does all that combined feel like the ultimate, like... Combination 100%. of everything. A hundred percent. We have been so busy for so long, and it's just to be to be added to something like Two Thousand Trees is an absolute honour. Like it is an honour. Some of our heroes are on this lineup, and I, I know we got added last minute, but we don't care. Yeah. We were here, and we're happy to be here. And yeah, but we, what, oh yeah, don't you know, what, wait, yeah, it's not a negative thing. They no, just made the lineup better. They completed. Like, the nearly perfect lineup. We worked. Final jigsaw piece. There you go. 100%. Like, we, we worked so hard on this album campaign and, like, building it up from nothing over the course of the pandemic and everything, like, writing via Zoom, yeah, you know, and, exactly. like, and diff- sending logic files via Google Drive. And then, lo and behold, here we are. Like, we love 2000 Trees. We come almost every year anyway. And to be asked to play is. Fantastic, yeah. and at the timing as well. It's just been, it's just been awesome. It's, it's uh, been stars aligning because it was, yeah, it, it was the craziest couple of years building up, and yeah, to, to have fallen in within a two weeks of the album launch and this, it's just absolutely perfect. Yeah, yeah. And what a sure. good night that album launch was. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, yes, it was. Good times. Yeah. Good times. Uh, I, uh, it was a very good memory of this night where Sean came running through the crowd to run out the door to my mother. It was coming Ooh. through. I, I hadn't seen in yeah. forever. I held the door the, open for her. Like, you I wasn't did. Like, you were a gentleman. I wasn't like, like, yeah. Normally, yeah. If that was like somebody about my age, I probably would have tried to pick him up and throw him. <laughs> but I was like, oh. My mum was coming through the door. I was coming like, in, I, yeah. I hadn't seen her in fucking yeah. months. <laughs> also, sorry about him. Yeah, sorry about him. But you no. screamed in Mama Roach's face. Oh. Wow. <laughs> she loved it. Yeah. She absolutely loved it. So, uh, well, yeah. hang on. Is she known as Mama Roach? Yeah, yeah. I've got oh, Mama and Papa Roach. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Is his dad's name Corby? <laughs> <laughs> you remember yeah. when he used to be Corby Dick and now everyone's like, oh, yeah, Chad Dick. And everyone's like, 
Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what he said. No! <laughs> it's called yeah. Me Dick, bro. <laughs> yeah. You were started as that. I'm keeping that. You did your biggest song under that name. You call me fucking dick forever. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely like they they were just writing like the, the titles for the album, like the inlay. And they were like, can you put me down as Kobe Dick? And then as soon as it's printed, he's like, oh, yeah. shit. My, what, that, what's that, yeah. what's that's happened is right. my parents spelled Jacob wrong. They've added a Y on the end for absolutely no reason. Um, <laughs> can you just put Kobe? Can you shorten it to Kobe? And then Dick for the end because ah dick that's funny <laughs> yeah and here we are now like he's, yeah I know, he just... must have just, he'd probably read Moby Dick like like a few days before and was like ah sick that, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be Kobe that rhymes with bits of my name <laughs> that rhymes I'm an ill rhyme say yeah well Obviously, you know, all four of us know each other, and you know, you guys have played with Sean's band quite a few times in the past. But has he ever given you stick for having the oh, X? Like crabs or something. For so having the X he in your name. Clap. So many times. For having the X in your name because he's on this podcast. He's had to go to sh- uh, Shoops. He's had to oh, go to Periverus. Yeah. <laughs> so has he? Has he ever given you the? Uh, Rixpeters. The Rixpeters. Rixpeters are called he was going to change the name of the Raiders song to Unnecessary <laughs> X's. X's. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> as a special um, dedication. <laughs> but yes, yeah. he, has. he has. But yeah. it's okay, we can give it as much as we take it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I enjoyed today of your set is you came on to X going to give it to you. And I was yeah. like, oh, that is... We did have Sean in the back of our mind. <laughs> 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 you know. could come on to Unnecessary V's. Next time. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we know Sean's hatred of replacing vowels. Yeah. If <laughs> you not, if you not thought of covering that song. Oh, well, X, go and give it to him. Oh, yeah. go on, oh. do oh, it. Here we go. You're marketing genius. <laughs> <laughs> please do oh, it. Oh, it so it's got to be at least a, like a B side or something. Oh, please yeah. do yeah. that. Yeah. The thing is, we got so many covers that we would love to do. I think Seal, Kiss from a Rose is at the top of that, that list. That's always going to be top. Exactly. For some reason, it's, a, yeah. it's one of your favourites, isn't it? Uh, it's it's it the ultimate good. karaoke song. Uh, yeah, I think... Yeah, if we can convince everyone to do that. And the label, I, I, don't, know what, I don't know what Metal Blade <laughs> yeah. will say about hey, it. Metal Blade. <laughs> we want to do Kiss from a Rose. Yeah, you know how much hate we get for actual metal stuff that we buy? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do Kiss from a Rose next. But the thing is, them. you never know with things like that. Like, yeah. Because uh, back, back in the day, when I was um, in the old band, um, yeah, Universal, we signed to a publishing deal with them, and they were like, well, all we want to do is we're going to send you into a studio to do three covers, <laughs> open, or one of them just... Lands. Yeah, it was <laughs> fucking stratospheric, and we were like, yeah. should we just do our own songs? They were like, like a, have a bash of covers, other people are doing Like it. a day to remember doing Since You've Been Gone. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. That's a hit, went, yeah. yeah, so what did we do? Fight for your right to party. Uh, he did Save Tonight. Save Tonight. That was a corker. That was, that was the good. best thing. That was a good one. Save Tonight. Is it Beastie Boys or something? Yeah, Fight for Your Right. Yeah, Fight for Your Right, yeah, yeah. We did... <laughs> oh, you did... Um, Sorry for Party Rocket. Didn't you also do... Um, Rick James, Super Freak? Yes, that's the one. She's that's a very kinky girl. <laughs> Sorry. Too far. <laughs> I got lost there. I was going to do the old song. Um, but yeah. Yeah, you've got to do X. Got to give it Got to give it to you. Give it to you. Give it to him. I'll give it to you. Nice. <laughs> Just for you. Just for us. <laughs> Someone I wanted to know was, how did... The signing with Metal Blade come about. How was that process? So that um, all happened. It all happened during the first lockdown. So um, tell a lie. It was the second lockdown. First lockdown, we wrote uh, half the album, and um, 
we had uh, already recorded uh, You, Me and the Devil Make 3. So we thought the lockdown was going to last, oh, give it two weeks off work and we'll be back. A couple of months, maybe. So we were like, let's release this single anyway. It was like the 1st of May. Um, and um, we'll be out to tour it soon after. But as it happened, um, obviously the world shit the bed. And But we released it anyway. Some got pumped into the stratosphere. They actually heard "You Mean the Devil Make 3, Then were asking what what else is in the in the works, and we used that time in lockdown to to write the whole thing, send it over to them, and uh, the rest was kind of history. It's, it, it felt bad, but like it was almost like the pandemic worked timing yeah. wise well it's we- the thing like we've we've had this with like loads of different guests where some people are like look i've done fucking nothing over the pandemic i just trying to survive and then we've had people you know like yourselves who've worked fucking hard got this beautiful thing out of it at the end who, who feel bad then for saying like oh, i've created the best thing i've ever created in this time yeah, when exactly. was, but yeah i don't think yeah it was extra time that we would never have had because we'd have been yeah. either carrying on touring very or true. we'd have been working and but we had months to sit there put every single song under the microscope um because we've never written like that before have we like it was just like it's usually loud in a studio just like jamming out but because three of us live together we got the raptor pads in with the three of us so we would jam in some little bits in in like the living room sending a file over to Ian he was like I fucking hate it <laughs> <laughs> that happened a few times <laughs> he was like we're never going to make it boys stop sending me things I told you I don't want to be in this band I'm anymore this rubbish this rubbish <laughs> let me have a go I'll have a go so yeah bouncing that back so everything went with a fine tooth comb like a it literally insanity driving uh, time um, but we had that time yeah, everybody had that time it was, like, it was, we were able to nitpick and yeah. put everything every single tiny thing and experiment where we might have just been writing flat out like yeah. more hardcore songs we were just like let's, let's write a jazz fusion uh, <laughs> part let's like, write some 1920s swing stuff throw it in and yeah refined it all in that time so it, it was to to our advantage uh, in the end yeah something that like going back to Metal Blade like they um, they always said like from the beginning they were impressed with our kind of like DIY aspect like the stuff that we did the music videos that we managed to create with little to no budget and it was always like there were the head of the label was just like blown away by the fact that we managed to create this for nothing and that's something that we've always like like, you can do that on nothing what if we just keep doing giving you nothing (laughs) (laughs) and just keep doing it we set the bar this low we can only go up but I mean no it's fantastic you know I'm glad because our like the visual aspect is just as important as the uh, the music for us so whenever we're doing a music video we're we're building props like the boys for the what was it rock bottom video the boys basically built a living room out of plasterboard and stuff literally just built it put wallpapered it everything in there for the video and it was just like we couldn't find the right living room so we were like let's just build it (laughs) we'll just build a living room in like a big room in a practice room we'll just build it so it was it's stuff like that which I think really won them over in the end which is fantastic and to be on a label with some of our absolute heroes is fantastic like Killswitch Slayer 
Mono Mars. How mad is that? We're on the same label as Slayer. We're like. on the same fucking label that broke Slayer. That's mental. <laughs> and that shouldn't be that shouldn't be a thing. <laughs> it's yeah. mental. That doesn't make any fucking but sense. It's just great to see. It's been great to see all the success, guys. I mean, really, this is only the start of it. So I'm sure that there's going to be a lot more to come. Thank um, you, man. Before before we wrap things up, obviously, you've got a, a very busy schedule of things. There's a tour coming up. Do you want to just yeah. tell everyone about it? Absolutely. Uh, it's going to be kicking off on the 30th of July in London. We're going to be at the Underworld um, and then we're going to be partying through the start of uh, August. London, Swansea. I'm just going to try and remember more. Here we go. Birmingham. I've been doing the routing, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I've been booking the hotels. Birmingham, Newcastle, Glasgow, Edinburgh, Manchester. Nice. So, yes, please go buy a ticket and come see us. Yeah. It means the absolute world and come buy a copy of our album because it's very important. <laughs> it's going to be a yeah, busy old summer. But yeah. yeah. And thank you. Thank you guys for obviously all the sad stuff that's happened in my life recently. You yeah. guys have been there uh, for me and my family recently with the loss of uh, one of your Patreon members. Yes. Right. Yes. I very much appreciate the love that you guys have given over that time. So thank you no, for that as well. We love him and you very, very we much. We do. We do. And, uh, and um, well, thank, thank you and also happy anniversary to you and Jade. Yes, it's my anniversary today. I haven't even, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even seen my wife. I saw her in the crowd. <laughs> it's such our anniversary. I was like, oh, I'll see you in a bit, love. <laughs> right. So we'll do that end again. But then this time you go, oh yeah, I got a. It's the most important day of my life today. Is, that Shit. is there a card shop? <laughs> trees. <laughs> There's enough trees. There's sure some flowers somewhere. I can make a card out of a tree. It'd be fine. <laughs> Class, Several trees. Yeah, yeah thank you. Uh, but no, thank you for that. No, it's been yeah, obviously a very special day in so many ways. But thanks, guys, for taking the time. Lovely to speak to you. We'll do this again sometime. But. Thank yeah, you so much. All the love. All the love. Thank Woo! you, guys. Love you, guys. Love you, Lars. Sapnin! 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 Yes! We're backstage here at 2000 Trees Festival, and we are joined by Marissa and the Moths. Was that? You're, you're not technically all of the moths, well, are you? No, I speak for the rest of them. <laughs> we've, we've silenced them. Um, I'm Liam. <laughs> so I'm... I'm I'm the moths. Yeah. Do you do you the find rest. it offensive when people just call you a moth? Um, are you embracing it? I'm now? embracing it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, basically, I don't want people to know my real name. Um, <laughs> people are weird. <laughs> I'd rather them stay away from me. So yeah, it's great. It's okay. Embracing gets all the attention. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah, you do. You are such an attention seeker. I do. Yeah, but but dude, nobody really gets to know me. <laughs> so I just You're so I can though, I, I can just walk away and you you get the you get all the lovely lovely not weird people. But yeah, you probably have you. To, you probably have to pack. You have to. Pack I pack down. away. Yeah, of course. You yeah. know. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Very busy and important when you want to be. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. I can't possibly talk to people. I've got to get and pack a microphone or something like that. Oh. <laughs> but how are you guys doing? How was your 2000 Trees experience so far? Wow, what what a place, right? This festival is amazing. We've, we've never been before. Honestly, it might be my new favourite. But the crowd that we had, we were just blown away by how many people just walked in and like gave us a chance. Yeah. I don't think many people knew about us before we came here because we're, we're still starting out in our early days as a band kind of thing. So it was an honour to play here, especially with all the bands playing. Oh my god, what a lineup as well. Yeah. Ah, I'm so excited. 11.30 in the morning. You know, you, you <laughs> kind of expect maybe one man and his dog. Um, a very dr- a hungover man yeah, and his dog. Yeah, very hungover. But yeah, it was, it was like, 
it was jam packed, which was just beautiful. Really, really nice. Um, and yeah, like you, you kind of, it's so weird. Obviously, you know, playing in the morning is is brutal. You got you're, you're playing tomorrow. At, you're playing tomorrow at midday, aren't you? Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. yeah, we do a live podcast at ten o'clock in the yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. And oh, then they're gonna better. run over to the stage. Yeah, man. Me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then oh. self arm in front of loads yeah. of people oh, for, yeah. for half hour. Yeah. So that's well, that's, wow. that's what I plan on doing. <laughs> if people turn up. That's cool. Well, if they don't, it, it, it's, yeah. you, you already get the vibe that it's, it's you know you get a lot of festivals where there's a lot of like bad vibes and sometimes, but no, everyone we've met here is, is just beautiful. Uh, that like, seems to be like a an arching factor with it all is that everybody just seems cool and is just here to see any music. Yeah, that's so it. They're just I wondering mean, about minded and just like lovely and everyone's so helpful. Someone I bought the first experience I had was going to see Black Foxes last night. I fucking I love that band. And um, they were playing at the forest stage. And um, I walked, walked through a little bit and I was just thinking, oh, I don't, you don't, don't want to annoy anyone when you're like, let's <laughs> go forward a little bit. And this person was like, oh, do you want to go in front? Because he saw you behind him and he was obviously taller than me. I was like, what I the think fuck that's the first time in yeah. my life. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> what? First thing I would have done is, <laughs> I almost <why>? cried. <laughs> what? Why? What do you want? Do I have to no. pay for that then? No. Yeah. No? yeah. <laughs> what do you want? Yeah, no. Nah, nah. uh, do you know what? I'll stay behind you. you know just, I'm going to go further back. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, actually, I've decided I hate black foxes, so yeah. I'm off now. I'm That's off just now. being English, yeah. though, isn't it? Someone, someone's nice to you, you're just like, yeah, you've got something, you, yeah, 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 something behind this. There's always, always, <laughs> always a catch. But one thing I did want to mention is obviously you said that this is your first time at the festival. Yeah. But it has seemed to be like a lot of love online especially for you guys with the festival you obviously played 2000 screens a couple of years ago when the whole uh, yeah. pandemic was at that where it's high we did that <laughs> yeah me too we actually got like uh, after thing other than was it thrice and then we got like the most views actually on Feed, their videos i think feeder like all the big ones the big then, ones but and yeah then we got then we were like right up there yeah we really pushed it hard and stuff but, I mean, we booked this show a few years ago when, when our first album got released we started our first album tour lockdown happened a few shows into it then obviously everything's changed we've had a lineup change and stuff in that time <laughs> written another album and coming out of it just this was the last date of that first album tour because we rebooked it all and this was like technically the last show of that that tour so it's a bit surreal we were like I, i've not gotten over it really that we're even here and <laughs> we've done the show finally we're like we, yeah. we, oh my god <laughs> we also kind of really pushed started doing live streams over um over lockdown as well which really helps like we had so many people how difficult was that to set up and get going well at the time our drummer uh, he had a studio in uh, hampton and so well we, we would happy to do it at home sometimes um but he would be like oh yeah come down if, if we could to the studio so we sometimes did it full band because he had a room that he could isolate the drums in so we could control the sound and it was actually fairly good for a live stream. But it, we carried on doing it in yeah. Liam's cabin. So. Yeah, we were literally just doing it from home. Like It, it was a learning curve. Like, I think a lot of people had to kind of learn how to do it. Um, it but taught us a lot, yeah. It taught us a lot and, well. and <laughs> also just it like it just kept us going. Like We, we have a lot of people come up to us being like, because we were doing it like nearly every week, like for like m weeks and weeks. Week it was first. every week. Yeah, like, you know when we, everyone was on it. We, we, yeah. we, we were and, like, and we were learning like 20 new songs a week, like just like covers and stuff like that. Like it was literally, because what else was there to do really at that point? So it kind of kept us going. We had a lot of people going, 
oh, we're always looking forward to the Saturday nights and do that. But People like, said to us now, like that, they're like, oh, thank you so much. It kept us going, and it's like, it kept us going. It kept us going. It was, it was, it was, it was really nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, there's like people here that we haven't met before and that we're watching them. Mm. Just, you know, it's it's just a beautiful. Yeah, it must feel like a, a real full circle moment in a lot of ways because that's what that's what we're saying. It seems that like trees have really embraced you as part of their family even though this is technically the first time you've been here yeah. totally it's be- it's really nice that yeah. yeah and and not everyone who was booked on that first one have come back and they they re- very nicely kind of kept us on yeah. which is well, it was just like they sort of i remember the messaging like are you gonna be in a release cycle i was like yeah. yeah. At the time, yeah. probably. I mean, I can Man, release some of album then. Yeah. yeah, I was like at the time, like, yeah, we'll have the album done by then. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can release it in the OnlyFans post. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> that keeps coming up. We need to stop bringing up OnlyFans. Come you gotta stop doing it then. <laughs> Just stop doing it. Or what? Start. Stop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I don't have an OnlyFans. I wish I did. Yeah, it's yeah. all for free online. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I give it away for free. Email me yet. <laughs> Free stuff at <laughs> free stuff. Marissaandthemoss.com. Yeah. You mentioned there, really, I know you've been working a, a lot behind the scenes on this new album. How is that process being for you? How is that kind of being so far? It, yeah, it's still going. I, for me personally, I've been very hands-on with it. Like, I've even been doing the editing and uh, it, it's been it's been long because we've, we've done it across four different studios at this point. Uh we also decided, like, one of the biggest things, I think, with this album versus album one is that we decided, decided not to quantize the drums. So we oh, just yeah, really moved what notes had to, like, hits needed to be moved. So that's take it. That took weeks. Just going through and making sure we only moved what we really need to and then tracking to that. And then, you know, and it takes a bit longer. It does. And then you've got to just, it, yeah. We, we worked on the guitar tones as well a lot more this time. And, uh, like, as I say, we kind of learned like a lot about sound and stuff over the last few years through lockdown and even more so through this production process but um yeah i think the main thing that we've got out of it as well is that it just sounds maybe it's got more of that live energy it sounds more like what i think a rock band should sound like when they're recorded i feel like so much stuff is over processed these days don't even like, start me yeah, yeah. right yeah. it destroys a rock band sound and like over even over over tuning a voice like I've really, really been like, only do it. Like, get, I'll get the performance and I would tune it if the performance was there. And like, you know, you only got so much juice in you at the end of the day. But I really have just tried to get the take, you know. Um, and it's, it's honestly, for me, it's a step up for us as a band. It just sounds so much more mature. And obviously it's not cheap to mm, do it the way we no. have. But it's like, we're always trying to get better and we refuse to settle for, that's fine. I hate it. When everyone says, that's fine. I literally want to, I'm like, <laughs> like boiling up like no no that don't do music if if that's how you feel because as an artist you should always be trying to give your best like it's for everybody else and you're sharing that with people like it's your name on it hmm. you know yeah for sure yeah sorry i get really passionate about no it that's like. that's what we want to hear that's what we want to hear <laughs> shame it sounds rubbish really yeah. <laughs> it'd be a lot worse if you're like yeah. 
Ah, I don't yeah, care. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's probably yeah. fine. It's yeah, probably going to be an album. I mean. Probably be like, oh no, we didn't really try, and then people be like, oh my god, it sounds amazing. Rather than <laughs> yeah. like, we tried so hard, and people be like, mm, I got my hopes up, and that was yeah. not that yeah. great. Listen, I listened to you on Sapling podcast, and you said um, <laughs> you progressed and um, you've learned all this stuff. But I've listened to the album, and um, it sounds like the opposite. It sounds like you might have gone deaf over the pandemic. Yeah, it sounds like um, <laughs> you don't know what fucking music is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, he's stepping. Oh, oh he's breaking. Professional. Stuff. Oh my! Band again, by the way. Oh, just cool. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I watch. I watched you guys earlier with um, some of the patrons from our podcast. Um, I believe you know Nathan Crawshaw, who looks very much yes. like Liam. Is he? Right there, we go. <laughs> bearded man. It's a bearded man. This is. This was the. Uh, he's got long hair. So the. He's got his jumper. They, he's wore in multiple photo shoots at this point. It's even in a music video we did one. Yeah, literally is. You walked. You ran into a download. And I was like, Liam, he did come because he was like, my, my car was on the fence. And I ran up to him and I was like about to hug him and I was like, uh, Oh, Liam, yeah. <laughs> your face looks different. A bit different. <laughs> yeah. Am I drunk? <laughs> no, it's not Liam. I'm get, so I, sorry. I can't, I can't get him. Picture this random person with these guys just being like, "You're here." I'm like, "I'm not." It's <laughs> just my jumper. Wait, don't replace me. <laughs> Please don't replace me yeah. with him. Uh, he plays bass as well, mind. So, oh, oh, yeah. if there's yes. ever an illness in the camp, Liam can't make it. Nathan, stepping up. Yeah, nice. No. We're getting jobs for people on our Patreon. <laughs> this is class. There we go. I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, they, yeah the more to be we can fair, get them, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just on a tour. I can do with a break. He can do a <laughs> Huh? Yeah. Love I was saying it'd be really fun if we started a set with him on the stage and just like waited to who for who who is gonna people will just be really confused <laughs> well, and we, then we'd have a laugh out they, yeah. like, we'd have people laugh. in the crowd ah. hey. this is funny <laughs> and then I'd walk <laughs> on and people would go what there's two of them what? there's two of them <laughs> <laughs> just replace me with him I mean, this is getting <laughs> weird. <laughs> what are we on about? What are you on about? I don't know. Uh, I, I, we're like going to podcast. Yes, it always yeah. goes always wrong. Goes wrong. Oh, t- t- we have just been... We, we started doing these interviews and we started somewhat professionally. No, we didn't. Well, we didn't, no. We started somewhat professionally for us. They asked we just, me, what, what was it? They asked me, they said, what would you rather, have a, a personal chef or a personal maid? I was like, personal maid. And they were like, how would your maid, what would your maid be like? I was like, you mean a sexy maid, right? Yeah. <laughs> personal chef or personal maid, you were like, yeah, like a sexy maid. No, just a, <laughs> just a maid. And then we started talking about sex toys in the second one. Yeah. Uh, and then you hit on the one over there. Um, <laughs> it's all going on. I Which mean, one? Ooh, ooh, ooh. You, yeah, you wanted to hit on her. She's so beautiful. What? Yeah, She's yeah. So well, yeah. I, I oh yeah, be, I want to be her. You want? Like, let's stop talking about it. Everyone's like, ooh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sorry, stop, 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 anyway. stop. Music, professional, oh God, Liam. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Before we all incriminate ourselves, yeah. um, of course, as we're at a festival. Questions, questions. I just want to know both of your favorite or wildest festival moment or experience from the past. If they, if you feel safe enough to share them. Mm, um... <laughs> is it going to be legal? <laughs> you can say whatever maybe, you want. Maybe, maybe we whatever, can. whatever the thing you took, say it was alcohol. 
Or I, I can some or alcohol. somebody else. <laughs> 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 or say my friend. Or oh, my friend, yeah, my friend. My friend, my Marissa. Friend. This thing happens on my friend. the knots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Clarissa, Clarissa and the Cloths. Uh, <laughs> big, uh, big, big band. And I'm, I'm really, really close with Clarissa. And she took some... Uh, <laughs> some MDMA at uh, oh. Reading Festival a few years ago and uh, yeah things got weird at first it was her wellies burning in the fire whilst she was being reminded she had them on her feet still at the same time <laughs> then it was wasps coming out of people's eyelashes and out of their hair and spiders crawling all down their head and then she was convinced that when she was trying to walk back to a tent that the Titanic appeared and she was actually at a pier and was asking her friends why they'd walked away from the festival to appear. And then a flying snake and the Grim Reaper tried to attack her in the middle well, of the air. You know, they always come as a pair. <laughs> they always do. The they do. They really do. So, yeah. And uh, that was yeah. MDMA. MDMA. Wow. Yeah, fun My times. friend. Good old Clarissa. Torn, right? My friend <laughs> Torn Smith. Torn. Right? Torn, yeah. When he did MDMA, he told me that, yeah, he didn't have the hallucinations. He just loved everybody loads. Well, that's if you take too much of it, <laughs> it you definitely oh, get right, hallucinations. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I um, fell asleep at a toilet and downloaded. You did or did? No, I did. Liam. Oh, I fell asleep oh, at a toilet and downloaded. <laughs> Why is it always like that? About 11 <laughs> hours, I fell asleep in a, portal, in a cubicle in the arena. Nice, just huffing in the shit fumes. Oh, or- just, just, uh, just, just literally... Tra- trousers down my ankles fell asleep for 11 hours oh. missed all the bands <laughs> wow the, woke up wait what time did you get there what time did you get there oh, get the oh no I, 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 the, 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 you, uh, alcohol? Uh, uh, it was it was I think it was all the things from the night before that uh, had caught up with me um, yes so yeah um, and I got woken up by the security at the end of the night when they're kicking everyone out banging on the door being like no one had, had thought to think there's been someone in there oh yeah I just know I passed out for like yeah 11 hours 11 that's mental wow uh, I probably have no, brain I damage <laughs> no, I, I don't know in a portal I was just I was having a poo uh, I was relaxed and I fell asleep <laughs> The take the takeaway from this takeaway from this is, is uh, always shot. check your portaloo. <laughs> always, always check your portaloo. Always yeah. check your portaloo, everyone. Yeah. Never know who's going to be in there. I was quite young. yeah. I was like twenty two. Yeah, what oh, idiot. All right, fair enough. You were young. <laughs> yeah, I should have had more energy than fallers. Yeah, then to be fair, that night I didn't didn't sleep at all because I slept all day. Yeah. Had a great night. Well, well, moral well of the story story is, it's not really a fun story. It's really sad. Moral of the story: don't get <laughs> don't get too comfy on a toilet, or you might doze off. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, just like <laughs> over a pile of shit, middle of a poo, going, "Oh, this, oh. this poo's nice." I know, I'll have a rest. Yeah, this is, this is great <laughs> visuals. Ow. This poo's been taking up for me for so long that I'm just gonna have to. Nap. I just want to sleep at like one in the morning, like one in the afternoon. Wow! Like wow! Midnight got kicked out. Well, with uh, with all that, <laughs> on that, girls, girls on don't that poo, is, so is, I can't really get involved in this conversation. Yeah, that is yeah. What a way! Completely, that's brought a downer on the whole thing, isn't it? No, 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 no. But with all that, what else can people expect <laughs> coming coming next from the band? Next from the band album uh, two split up a lot. Cross loads of split singles. Split up. Split up. We're split up. Next Every fucking Exclusive. We've got exclusive. That's enough. They're going to split up. It's pointless doing the rest of it. Carry on. 
Lots of singles. Yeah, you do this bit. You do the, the bit. Oh, yeah, okay. So, first single for the next album coming out on the 2nd of September. And then uh, there will be a bunch of singles following that. Um, along with some acoustic versions uh, with them too. It's like maybe a couple of music videos in there. Uh, we're also trying to secure potential European tour at the moment um, for next year. We're, we're in conversations about that. Um, and also looking at the possibility of doing some more UK festivals. Um, we're just, it's all up in the air because, you know, you can't really do the UK festival circuit and do a headline tour in the UK the same year because they don't like that so much. So we're seeing what our options are right now. In the next few months, it will become a lot clearer. Um, but I feel like also we've not released in a while. And I feel like when we've released a few more tracks, then we'll get a bit more traction with all the social media stuff going again, you know. Um, and then maybe hopefully we'd like we'd really like to jump on a tour with a band a bit bigger than us. We're kind of at that point now, you know, where we've done the headline tours. We want to play with some some bigger bands. And mm. Other people's fault. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's, it's, not, it's not so much stealing, but like yes, it is. Always <laughs> <laughs> no. It's it's borrowing. <laughs> it's borrowing. Just not giving them back permanently. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, it's been great meeting you both. Thank you so much for taking the time. Looking forward to the new album and everything, and thank hopefully you. we'll catch up with you again very soon. Yeah, we thank, you, thank so you so much. much. Sorry for the nonsense we talk. We <laughs> are full of shit. No, <laughs> I talk more nonsense. You're fine. It's great. Fine. I'm a, well, well, you've swear. been swearing. So I've been swearing. So I'm sorry oh, yeah, about that. I apologize. No, it's fine. I'm potty mouth. It's fine. Oh wait, balls. End on your favourite swear word. End on your favourite swear word. Well, there's only one, isn't Cunt. it? Cunt. Cunt. Oh, I do nice. like fuck a lot, though. You do like to fuck <laughs> a lot. I like to fuck a lot. <laughs> slut. <laughs> slut. Slut shame. Slut. Follow my son. Wow. Bum sex. The best of Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods, for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. But anyway, have we all enjoyed Tree so far? Yeah. Make some noise if you haven't enjoyed Tree so far. Yeah. Oh. 
should have said, I wait till you see our guest now. Mm, you are going to be kicked right out of you now. Won't be, they won't class. be happy with you. Did we all watch Jimmy Eat World last night? Do we all have a sing along? Oh. Oh, no, wait, yes, Lord of went, yeah, yeah, I watched Jimmy World. Singing. Do you sing along? Oh. No, fuck yeah. Sing Right, but we have a very, very, very special guest. Very special. Today. Um, I think, well, really, he's one of the main reasons we're all here because he helps put this festival on. Well, he is, isn't he? He well, yeah, definitely literally. is. There's no, no two fucking ways about it. <laughs> if it wasn't for this man and his team, none of us would be in this field right now and all of your faces wouldn't be facing this way and I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't be terrified looking back out. Not because your faces, just fear of... Uh, so I think we, we, should bring, we should bring him on. So without any further ado, please welcome the head booker and promoter of 2000 Trees, Mr. James Scala. <laughs> Apparently, he really hates deck chairs. So. It's like my least favourite type of seating. <laughs> oh, that's our first question gone! <laughs> Shit! Right, seating, bed. We'll, we'll, we'll have to do bed in. What's your favourite bed? Um, but yeah, thank you very much for joining us. Um, thank you on behalf of everybody who's here for yeah. giving us this opportunity to be here together to enjoy music and. Uh, Boys talking nonsense and <laughs> yoga and poetry and stuff. Um, yeah, it's been... Yesterday was fantastic. Has it um, been good for you so far? Yeah, really amazing. Um, I don't know. It just feels so weird after three years to be back. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, watching like Jimmy Eat World and Creeper and Dinosaur Pileup and just like a sea of people enjoying themselves was a real like yeah. moment it was yeah. good yeah. amazing Wait, but after three years of not doing it I mean obviously you work so much behind the scenes on it regularly you're planning this but I'm, I'm sure it must just feel different when you finally get on site and you get back into the stage of things and you get to see the festival come to life again yeah well the thing is it's a weird job normally right mm. so normally you do it once a year so you spend all year on your computer basically planning a festival and then you're in the field for two weeks and then you forget what you did for a year. And, but this time it's been three years, so it's like yeah. we're coming back here and like, I don't know, like I was in here the other day like with the guys setting up this stage and like telling them where this marquee should go and deciding how far that wall, the red wall there should go along. And it's like all of that has gone out of your head. Yeah. The pandemic <laughs> is like taking it away. So Mad. Yeah, it's weird. It's what, surreal to be here. What would you say is the biggest teething problems being the last couple of days? I don't know. I, get, I think a lot of our... Everyone's grown up, so the, the hardest thing we've had is that all of the organisers have now got kids. So it's like, <laughs> that's my... That, my my three-year-old is my biggest teething problem by and large. Right. Yeah. Literal teething yeah, problem. Literal, yeah, literally. So how long have you been on site prior to the, yes, yesterday and Wednesday? Has it um, been a few, like a few yeah, days? Two, two weeks. Oh, wow. So there's not many crew here at the start so there's just a few of us here and all the big stuff goes in so the main stage has been here for like a week and a half this tent and all the all the other stages and then the crew come about a week before and we put up all the fencing and all the other stuff and yeah it's really it's it's like a really nice vibe we got a, like it's a real family vibe when we set up the site there's like a hundred of us here and it's uh yeah everyone knows each other and uh we have a barbecue in the evening and a few beers so it's yeah it's good yeah, no, yeah, it does sound it. So what would you say is um, 
like the first thing to do on site? Like when you originally get here, you just said there's not a lot of staff. So what is like the first thing you have to do? So we, we do this thing called marking out. Um, so my brother actually, who's there, is one of the organizers at the back. He does our site mm -hmm. plan. Um, and so he, we, he plans out exactly where everything's gonna be. Mm. And then we come with hundreds of stakes and you put like a stake in the ground. So this is just a sheep field, right? And if you can imagine this tent, you put a stake in that where that corner should be and a stake where that corner should be. And, and you do that for everything. So you get to the point where it's a field full of like thousands of stakes. And unless you're in like the matrix and can see it, <laughs> it just looks like random stakes everywhere. But it's, so it's quite satisfying that everyone else on site doesn't know what the hell's going on. And you're like, oh yeah, yeah, that's where the toilets go. That's where the marquee goes. So that's the first job. It takes three days yeah. to get it all marked out, oh, you know. Mad. Yeah. Yeah. I never would have expected, yeah, for it to take that long, I guess. But, yeah, you've achieved something that's absolutely fantastic. Um, we were just walking about yesterday saying how much, how easy it is, how everything's accessible. It's literally the best festival. We were saying how it feels like everybody who comes here is just part of a community and... Whereas you go to other festivals and you have like elite, music elitists, I guess, or whatever, and it, it kind of feels like, oh, the metalheads, you know, they're only going to hang out with the metalheads and only going to watch the metal bands. But this feels like such a great community and a spirit. And like, I spoke to people yesterday who were just walking around discovering new bands who had no idea, literally hadn't come to see anyone in particular who was like, oh, i just seen Old In Absence and they were unbelievable. Like, well, obviously they're going to be unbelievable. They bloody are unbelievable. But yeah, I was talking to um, one of the security um, ladies as well, and <laughs> yeah, she was just, like, she was mid-40s, and she was just excited about seeing new bands. Um, so I warned her about not coming to see Raiders, because she, <laughs> she doesn't want to be terrified by that. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just a wonderful feeling and a wonderful atmosphere you've created here. Yeah. And, and yeah, I think everybody on your team should be very, very proud if they're not already. Yeah, I mean, well, thanks for saying that. I think I'm always really careful about not pretending that we, like, had this idea to create that community. Because <laughs> it's like, it just happened, yeah. right? Yeah. We started with a thousand people here. And, you know, there was some, like, I don't know, Frank Turner and In Me and bands played in year one. So it was like, a, mm. there were some bands that people knew, mm. but it was really small. And it's just kind of, like, gradually got bigger. I booked the band, I like rock music, it's what I listen to. So that's the bands we have on at this festival and the the bands attract the people i think something about the vibe here and the the rolling hills and it's always sunny um i just think all of those things like somehow have yeah. come together yeah. to make it really nice it, we're not like some geniuses <laughs> above it going oh that's what it should be like yeah. it's just like here we are 15 yeah. years later and it's yeah. it is nice and everyone is nice here and like there's so few people being like you get a reading or download. It's just not the same. Ooh. I didn't boo. I didn't boo. You booed. I didn't boo. Don't, don't, don't tell, tell us on the festival. Yeah, like, whatever that magic formula is, it, it just works. Because, like, as you said, there's like all the stages, they're, so, they're, it, they're always full. There's never an empty set. So people just wait till 12 o'clock at the cage stage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to change that for everyone. But it, it just seems like everyone seems to just want to embrace trees more than anything we've seen before. I'm giving the credit to the band, basically. I just think it's the scene we're in. I don't um, know. I don't know, see, because I, I, like I mentioned earlier, like I, I have met people here who 
are not sure about bands that are you or you just because they came before and it was such it was so good so yeah i mean there are a bunch of people that come that don't like the music which is weird <laughs> but it's like okay that's cool <laughs> um it really annoys me i spend all year booking the line <laughs> fine and you're like are you coming and you're like yeah i'm coming but i won't enjoy it and you're like oh but i'm trying my best <laughs> someone someone got in touch with us and they were coming from america to see young guns right and they only they're staying in london and they're coming for the evening. Coming they're going to watch Young Guns and go home again. And I'm like, that one what? band? Yes. You could just stay. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's lots you, of bands. Yeah. yeah. Stay for way. another couple of hours and then you might have a new favourite band that you can travel over for an hour again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so. Oh, is that yeah, the, I mean, Americans, eh? <laughs> is, that the, uh, is that the weirdest travel story you've heard about someone coming to trees? I'm sure there's been people. Uh, well, there's someone, uh, there are people here from Australia this this week so it's like I mean that is mad that's wild because <laughs> you know there's um, there are a lot of rock festivals in the world and there's loads of great ones in Australia as well yeah, so it's yeah. like yeah, it's a long way to come but that's nice nice so, um, it's cool awesome <laughs> so speaking of booking the bands obviously that process takes a very long time like I'm sure you're in conversations now with people playing next year and the year after so when you look at a blank slate for a certain year at Trees. Where do you start in that terms? Is it always with the headliner and working your way down or just trying to see who's available, who's doing what, who has album campaigns around that time? I mean, where does it stem from? I mean, there's a bunch of bands that are always on the list that the, the like absolute like, oh my God, <laughs> yeah. bands like, you know, Deftones, Faith No More, Biffy Clyro. I mean, you know, bands that are slightly out of reach, but I would really, I think would work oh, so like, well. Here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Alexis on Fire would be cool. Um, Ooh. And uh, so, so those, those sort of bands always, you start there, you get in contact with the agent, and the agent tells you how much Deftones are, and then you go, okay, we'll, <laughs> oh. we'll, wait, we'll wait a few years. How much is just Chino? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can bring a guitar. I'll supply the guitar. Yeah. If we can have Chino for an hour. Yeah, that'd be... It's a strange one. I can smell a Jamaican cigarette. Oh... And I just realised I've grassed you up to the, uh, wow. the main man. I can't smell a Jamaican on. cigarette. Ha ha ha! It must be CBD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's taking me fully off track now. I've, I've, yeah, it has, isn't it? I've turned into Bob Marley now. All of a sudden, <laughs> I'm just looking out for that. But uh, what are you jamming? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Thank Finally, you. people on my <laughs> side with his shit puns. <laughs> He should be booed. He should be flogged in public for the shit he comes up with. <laughs> flogged, man. Yeah, flogged in public. That should be a new stage next year. The Morgan Richards flogging tent. <laughs> you pay an extra tenner, go in. Beat the life out of this fella. You've got my money already. And <laughs> yeah, signed it's, just, up. Yeah. it's just you repeating. <laughs> yeah. Come in and watch me beat Morgan. <laughs> you very much like this podcast, I suppose. Uh, but, but where else do you go from this? So like headliners and then is it like... You're looking like a special attraction bands, like people who have been around like for a long time, like Young Guns or something like that. I mean, or, like, how does that work? I mean, essentially, there, I've got a list of probably a hundred bands who would be like uh, up near the top of the trees lineup. You know, Jimmy Eat World, Creeper, that that sort of level. And you just go. They've all got booking agents. You go and talk to the booking agents, and it's and like you said a minute ago, have they got an album coming out? What's their touring plans? So, for instance, with Jimmy. They're over in Europe. They're doing some German festivals. They did some other headline shows in the UK. They had a plan. So it's like, 
they actually want to play 2,000 trees because it fits their plan. So it's trying to work out how you fit into someone's plan. If they're a UK band like You Me at Six or Idols, you don't really need to fit the plan. They live down the road. <laughs> they can come and play. But Thrice, Jimmy Eat World, all those bands, it's just like conversations. Those conversations go on for years sometimes. It's like making it happen is, yeah. How close have you ever been to um, getting one of those top bands you always wanted? Um, well, I thought, uh, I don't, yeah, I thought I was close to Faith No More once, but it didn't happen. Um, because I also book for Arc Tangent, and so I'm basically Faith No More can play either or both. I yeah. don't care. <laughs> they would work. Um, we can't afford Deftones and Biffy. They, they would definitely come and play if we could afford Right. We um, need a pot. Um, <laughs> right, there's a coffee cup here. Right? We'll have a whip round at the end, right, to get Deftones here. <laughs> See, my theory is with both those bands that if they came here, they would absolutely love it. Oh, like Biffy, under, yeah. Biffy are really into like the underground scene. They're yeah. always bigging up like small bands, and that's what we're about. So they should do it for cheap, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's my, yes, that's my theory. Yeah, they should. They would. And I know Simon he listens to this every week, so you hear that. So. Uh, <laughs> But they, go, please. they would love this festival. This is right up their like street of stuff. So, hmm, what can we do? I don't know. Well, we've got we we'll start the whip round now. I got the whip round. Um, yeah, swear jar. Don't start that. It'd it should be slightly jar. cheaper to book Deftones now, isn't it? Because the one guitarist, surely, with the earth being flat, according to him, he can oh. just drive here. <laughs> Fucking hell. He's a grown man, Nick. That's mad, that isn't it? He's a grown up. He's like, oh, yeah, it's definitely flat. Does explain why all the riffs are zero and one, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Fight, 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 fight. He's got to come over here. He's not going to come over here. So, yeah, I can see it from a distance. His arms are not that long. Over the years, what would you say has been the most surprising? band to play trees for you in terms of like didn't expect them to have a big reaction as as maybe where they were booked because just yesterday watching a lot of bands there were so many but the tents were overflowing and you just could not get in there so i'm sure like every once in a while there must be a band where you think oh wow they've really in, in the time you've booked them have really like elevated a whole level yeah yeah they blow up a bit i mean i think that's happened with turnstile this year um they just seem to be getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, but yeah, a bunch of bands. I mean, we've all the bands that you're seeing, like Creeper and Idols, and um, oh, there's, there's, there's like a, a long list of bands that we had at 2000 Trees when they were like tiny. We are paying them like 100 quid to play. They're like, they're, they're like a new band. And uh, you know, now they're headlining the main stage. So th- those bands, after you've booked them, you see him go and it's a packed yeah really packed set so well, does that feel nice does that feel nice knowing you played a part in that because you know I know you're gonna come back with no I don't think it was us well, no, I, mean, I, d- I definitely really want to claim the <laughs> no, good, good, good. Idols basically Idols career yeah, I, don't, yeah. Was, yeah. Um, I am Idols <laughs> but no I, I love the fact that it's, it's not about whether for me it isn't that we played a part in them getting big it's that we were on it enough to get those great bands before anyone else had heard of them nice so like literally Creeper were here like I think they were like the opening band um, I mean their idols played in the smallest stage um, 
and you know a bunch of stuff over the years where uh, George Ezra <laughs> played here not, not many people know that oh, but, really? um, yeah. wow. George Ezra played an acoustic set up on the hill many many years ago wow <laughs> so yeah which is weird right yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, been, so I'm not claiming I'm not claiming responsibility but it is really cool when bands grow but creeper owe you everything yeah no I get it absolutely yeah yeah Saying that as well, like I've noticed over the years, there seems to be a few bands that I would say are in like a kind of 2000 Trees family, like your Frank Turner's, your Jamie Lennon, uh, the Exits, for Covey, those kind of bands you do see often, but are really celebrated here. You have campsites with their names on and stuff like that. Is it interesting to see relationships with those bands grow because it becomes, kind of becomes a part of their whole like mystique in a way because like even Jimmy Lemons wrote in songs about 2000 Trees so I'm sure like to see where it's gone to from then at the start to now is quite like a touching thing to see all of that come together yeah yeah it's great and I I like booking I'm happy to book repeat bookings a lot Mm. of a lot of festivals don't do it we got a lot of bands here there's more bands playing here than play at Download it's like (laughs) per day it's like there's 170 bands this weekend I think wow so so um all that means is you can have some repeats. You can like we on Wednesday night in the forest, we had like a bunch of old trees favourites like Palm Reader and um, Pulled Apart by Horses and stuff. So yeah, I I like doing that. And with those, it's more difficult with someone like Frank Turner because, firstly, he really splits the audience. Like people are either really excited or they're they're like fucking out Frank Turner again. So it's like <laughs> so that is a tricky that is a tricky one to get right. Um, and. Uh, and he's so big that you can't just like stick him on a little stage. He's got to like be main stage. But someone like Jamie Lenman, I'd he would be here every year if I could have my way. I yeah. mean, like that. I know it's cheesy, but that 2000 Trees song is basically the greatest thing. That's ever happened. <laughs> um, I really love it. <laughs> um, he did that. We didn't ask him to do that. He just did it. Nice. And he played in the forest, and he said to me, "You should should come and watch the set today. There's a surprise." And he just oh. rolled out the song. So good. Class. Love it. Yeah, that's yeah. That must have been such a, yeah. a wonderful moment. It really was. Um, but yeah, band, I like I like having bands coming back. And the Wednesday, honestly, I don't know if you guys were here on Wednesday, but it was absolutely. I loved it so much. It was so good in the forest. Um, Palm Reader was one of the best sets I've ever seen at 2000 Trees. It's out, like outstanding. And like next year, we definitely will have a like favourites like 2000 Trees Legends Day again on the Wednesday. I think Ooh. so. If anyone's got any ideas for who we should have then nice you can tell Class. us on social media yeah that'd be um, fantastic nice. yeah. that'd be really good but with the f- mention the forest as well like it's uh, it's obviously you can see how much work you've all put into rebuilding that stage recently and i think that's become a fan favorite part of the festival is just the forest sessions and everything like that how hard work was it trying to rebuild it because i'm sure a part of you didn't want to touch it because it was kind of so cemented within the legacy yeah well the stage was rotten so we had to knock it down (laughs) i mean it was like it had to go um and rob my brother who is basically standing there thinking i wonder if he's going to mention me because he designed he designed the stage so it's basically he can take credit for all of that um and uh it was a bit like a i don't know what the tv show is called like grand designs or whatever right which i don't watch by the way um (laughs) But it was like that, that, that stage got finished on Wednesday morning. So, so we were like, it would have made a good documentary where yeah. we were like, is this going to be ready? Yeah, so they, were still, they were loading in the PA and sawing wood at the same time. Wow. So, 
Yeah. Yeah, you should have had Kevin from Grand Designs come in and be like, <laughs> he's like, I was here nine months ago. Um, how much have you spent? And you're like, I'm over budget. And he's like, yeah, I fucking yeah. love it when people go over budget. <laughs> yeah. And also, it seems like your wife has got pregnant. <laughs> nine months ago, when I was first year. And now she's just about to drop a baby. That's weird in every episode of Grand Designs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, there's a Kevin-shaped baby. He's come back a year later. Yeah. It's very strange. Um, sorry, I got a Grand Designs tangent rant. I just remembered. I didn't know you had a Grand Designs rant in you. Oh, hey. <laughs> Any topic I can have a go yeah, at. Yeah, right. To be fair. But you mentioned, obviously, this festival hasn't gone on for the last three years. But in that time, the community seems to have been very supportive, supporting you with things like online campaigns and keeping hold of their tickets. I think that's been one of the big things. I've seen a lot of people say that, that they've kept their tickets since buying it in the end of 2019 to 2020 or wherever. I mean, how important has that been to just Trees as an independent festival? Because I'm sure, like... That, that must have been a worry during the height of the pandemic, thinking, will it be able to, to come back? Absolutely. Um, the, first, the first part of the pandemic, like year one, I suppose, mm. was really scary for us. We had no idea what, that, what the future was going to look like. And the, we had about 10% of people ask for refunds and 90% of people rolled their tickets. And I know some festivals, it was more like 50-50. And it does not put you in a good place if, that, if you have that. But 90% was amazing. And then year two we got 90% rollovers again so like you know we sold way more tick like there's you know about 3,000 more people here this year than there were in 2019 um and that and that sort of loyalty of like our core customers who bought tickets some people bought tickets in July 2019 right wow I mean, it is it's three whole years ago, and they just hold on to those tickets. It's amazing. It's like a relic um, by the time they yeah. go. Yeah, they're like, geez, look at this. This is July 2019. <laughs> but we, we did like a crowdfunder as well. Um, and, you know, all of that kept the wheels on and the lights on. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if we'd be here without people. We wouldn't be here without people's loyalty, definitely, 100%. Because um, uh, we are independent. It's just yeah. like if the festival makes a loss, you know, I have to go into my own bank account. I mean, we're, we're basically, we don't have any corporate backing at all. So, yeah, it's good. We're good. still here. So, <laughs> yes. we're happy. Woo! Well done. Well done, everyone. So, James, obviously, you've been on the podcast with us before. And when you Sorry about on, that. <laughs> you, uh, you told quite a funny story of um, people and bands asking for certain things on their riders to see if they get away with it. Our favorite was you saying, Arctangent, Meshuggah wanted cheese. Um, is it being of course, <laughs> of course. When you think Meshuggah, obviously, first thing, Edam. It's Edam, isn't it? That's what exactly what Meshuggah are going to need. Is there being any uh, strange requests? This year, or anyone trying to catch you out? Well, in, um, in the festival setup, we were sat around the bonfire and someone came over from the Artist Liaison team and was like, does anyone know any good dad jokes? So everyone was going around telling dad jokes and they were writing them down. And it turns out that, I think it's Creeper, on Creeper's rider, they, you, they want you to give them a selection of dad jokes. <laughs> it's like... Weird. I mean, I hope I haven't got the wrong band there because there is a oh. chance I have, but I'm pretty sure it's Creeper. So um, I'm not sure what jokes made the final cut. But I did, yeah, I didn't notice any in this on stage banter yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. 
well, Salem are playing today, and Ian's oh, playing that's a true. That so is if, true. If you see any of Creeper about, just tell him a dad joke, confuse him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you see any Creepers go, oh, I've got something for you right there. And they'll be like, yes, maybe drink or something like that. Is there any like, no, it's just a crap joke. And they'll be like, oh. And obviously, as I said, you're already looking at things for 2023. Is there anything you can share with us in terms of just the mindset you have on for next year's festival already? Is there anything... Obviously, you're not going to give away who's playing or anything like that, but is there anything... We know who could be playing, or tenors in your... Put the tenors <laughs> in the cup. Tenors in the cup. But is there anything you really want to try and push or look at from different perspectives as well? I, I mean, so one of the jobs that we're doing this weekend is like walking around and trying to like get the vibe for how it could be better and what what we should do differently and you know is this the right tent for this stage should we should i knew it? i knew you were second guessing if you should have booked us i knew that was happening yeah, yeah should we have pod, should we have a crap podcast next year probably not probably not but yeah so yeah so there's a bunch of things about like where should where should it be how should we move things around so me and me and some of the guys on Sunday this week will sit up on the top of the hill with a beer and like talk about how it kind of went and how we felt about it and what was good and what because you can't get you never get everything right and there'll be a bunch of things that people feed back to us and say you know maybe that I'm looking at a toilet queue out there so that'll probably be on the list if we need more toilets there or maybe this stage needs to be bigger or oh I think you um, had somebody agree yeah, yeah. with the more <laughs> <Okay>. toilets <laughs> talk to my brother Rob at the back afterwards um, <laughs> wish he hadn't came now yeah <laughs> waiting for the shout out shit no 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 um, so yeah and in terms of how the festival would be different I don't know we, we, we change it every year but only a little bit so people a lot of things people don't notice um, but we really take on everyone's feedback and try and that's why we started the festival is to like make something that isn't like all those festivals that don't care about you like the big festivals don't really care about whether you're having a good time and we as cheesy as it may sound like <laughs> really really care so it's like how can we make 2000 trees a nicer experience for people where they see their favorite bands but also they see their favorite bands and get a real good vibe so i don't know how we how we'll do that better next year but if you've got any ideas oh <laughs> yeah we'll have a yeah, if you've got any ideas, get in touch with us at Sappening Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And we started a TikTok, but it looks like it's going to fail. So, uh, have you got a TikTok for the festival? I believe we do. Oh. It's not. Uh, it's not something that I am on <laughs> no. ever. So yeah. I don't know. Well, I did. Yeah, you're not learning dances for it. No, uh, no. Well, not, so you haven't learned the dance not. for the end of this that we talked about. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna do a big TikTok video at the end where we all dance. But amazing, we, we leave it now. We leave it. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> but is there um, is there one thing that from when you started the festival to where you at now that you're just really kind of proud of or just can't believe? how far a certain element has, has been pushed because you all started this as just music fans you all had other careers you just wanted to give it a go and it's turned into this spectrum of, a, of an event yeah I mean it, honestly it is wild hmm. that I think nearly everyone I know that works in music or festivals or is in a band they all like how did I get here this is amazing like you guys are running a podcast you probably are like what this is awesome and like yeah. I am literally <laughs> yeah. like I have no idea how this happened like I loved festivals and I'm, I'm absolutely obsessed with music and that is the only qualifications I have for doing this job I don't know anything about 
running festivals. We've just learned as we go. Um, so it's, it's a wild thing. I mean, I can't get... I genuinely can't get my head but around it. But it's a it. wonderful thing as well. It's, and I think it's amazing for people to see that just, you know, your passion and your love for music and festivals has created something like it. I think it's inspiring for everybody just to be like, well, if I'm passionate about something, give it a, give it a fucking try. Mm. Like, you don't have to be, you know, st- stuck in a job you hate or whatever. If you can just try and... It's worth a bash. Like, and I think... This is proof. Like, what an amazing thing has been created yeah. out of your love for music. That's bonkers. That's <laughs> yeah. mad. I mean, it was just a hobby, right? We just started it like as a hobby. We all had jobs, um, and yeah. <laughs> now, now this is our job. Yeah, it's great. No, I'm, so, so. I'm happy about it. <laughs> Good. Well, as we uh, start to wind down, I mean, today's lineup is chocker. There are so many great bands and everything going on. But is there anyone you'd recommend people to check out that maybe aren't on the higher level of the of the lineup or any hidden gems you think is really worth people going to see today? Raiders at midday. I bet none of you will be there now. I bet none of you would come. I've tried my best to plug it as hard as I can because I always forget to plug my band on every podcast. Yeah, until, <laughs> I, re- until I remind you. Yeah, thank you. But yeah, and, yeah. But you're right. Harriet as well. You should go and see Harriet straight yes. after this. Um, yeah. Absolutely run, awesome band. run. We'll all run together. I'm like the Pied Piper of Metal. Let's go! <laughs> and yeah, I think uh, this evening, I mean, it's, it's not very... It's a bit of an obvious thing to say, but turn, I think Turnstile could be a bit of a moment. That's going to be wild, yeah. I think. Yeah, I, f- I, I feel Turnstile is going to be... Because f- for me, I think there's always been like really special sets that you just maybe won't be repeated or maybe it was just like that, like you had to be there kind of thing. Like ones that come to me was Frank Iroh played here a few years ago. You had Dougie from McFly playing bass for A. And I think Turnstile is going to be like one of them today because there's been so much love between that band. I think it's going to be like a big show more than anything. Yeah, and that, I mean, they're an example of a band that played, they played, I think they played the last three 2000 trees. So 2018, 2019, and now. And that, that, the, yeah. the trajectory of that band um, has been big. And now they're going to be, uh, they're going past us. You know, they're going to, mm. this is probably the last time you're going to see them at 2000 Trees because they're so we should all boo too em. big. At the, at yeah. the end of this set, we at should all end, boo yeah. them. Yeah. Absolutely. Boo, unless you come back, but boo, <laughs> too big for us. So obviously the, the last day of the festival is tomorrow. Do you have a break after that or Monday is it straight back to uh, working? No, well, so we do pack down um, here. So we're here until Wednesday. Okay. Um, I'm because I, I work really hard all year but any of my business partners will tell you that in breakdown I don't do anything so basically <laughs> oh you're the front um, man you're the front I, man I, I am re- I'm really annoying in breakdown so I just kind of wander around in a daze just feeling quite happy just so, like oh I'll pick this up alright yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah we'll get out of here on Wednesday I basically lie on a couch for four days and then on the Monday after I start panicking because Arc Tangent is really close so <laughs> yeah the, like we do the same the month that I just did I, I, I basically it's like a copy and paste month you do wow. pretty much the same thing in a different field um, wow. so yeah summer's mad I'm not I'm trying not to think about art tangent <laughs> yeah. art does not exist I can see I can see the slight fear in your eyes yeah, yeah. for a second absolutely like, oh fuck I gotta do another one no shit <laughs> yeah I got the fear on that yeah. but then September is like 
much more yeah. chilled. Well, nice. there we are. Well, there we are. I'm sure everyone's going to really enjoy the next couple of days they have already, and it looks like it's just going to be a really nice time. Um, thanks for taking the time to join us for this, James. And thanks for having us, because it's mad that we're on here doing this, really, isn't it? Nuts. Absolutely nuts. Um, so yeah. we do appreciate it. Again, really thank you very much for being here. Um, and I think we should all give a big round of applause for the uh, 2000 Trees team. Thanks a lot. Also, very quickly, I want to give two shout-outs um, because we mentioned Trees is very special for a lot of people. You have Ian and Jade who are celebrating their anniversary this weekend here. Both head in their hands, a shame about that, nice. <laughs> and then... Don't mention us on your stupid podcast, I'll get embarrassed. Uh, and I wanted to say, yesterday during the Holden Absences set, uh, Samantha and Rob got engaged yesterday. Hey! So, the festival of love. <laughs> nice. But, Congratulations. So, yeah, thank you very much yeah. for being here. This is literally absolutely insane. I promise you, <laughs> like Wayne from Wayne's World, right? When we booked this, I didn't think anyone would show up, right? So, <laughs> party on. Party on. Um, but, but, yeah, thank but you yeah, very thank much. Thank you so much. And uh, same time tomorrow, 10 a.m., Please come and say it. Oh, 12 o'clock, Cave Stage. Thank yes, you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Something! Quality! Yes, yeah, some fantastic chats there with some absolutely beautiful humans. What a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Shout out to Dele the Liar, Thrice, Rixip Terroras. Uh, Marissa and the Mots and fantastic James Scarlett of 2000 Trees. They are all fantastic, fantastic humans and guests. Yes, we just had a brilliant time. It's one of our favorite festivals, literally the whole community aspect behind it. And it was just so nice to see so many familiar faces, make new friends and just have a wonderful, wonderful time. These conversations were great. And we recorded a bunch of other ones secretly behind the scenes too. Ooh, so we'll be hearing a lot more of them in the coming weeks. But yes, just a thanks to the whole team for a magical and humble weekend. Uh, we tried to capture the festival as much as we could, so we hope you enjoyed this little bonus episode. And of course, if you're itching to get to 2000 Trees next year, then tickets for 2023 are available now. And there's a special discount with 20% off early bird deal until this Sunday, the 17th of July. So act fast on that at 2000treesfestival.co.uk forward slash ticket. And this bonus podcast was brought to you by our Patreon family, patreon.com forward slash sapling. Without them, this wouldn't be a thing. We wouldn't be able to make these podcasts. And if you'd like to get some rewards for being a sapling podcast patreon there are loads bonuses over when you sign up from bonus podcasts videos photos and you get included into the wonderful community that we got to hang out with after recording some of the live podcasts and got a really funny photo and video with them yes absolutely beautiful humans i just love the support in the group and seeing people that were patreons who had met the other patrons going to 2000 trees and making friends for life has been such a beautiful, beautiful thing. And it means the absolute world to us. And I think it's one of the things I'm most proud of out of this podcast is the fact that we've brought some people together. They're the best. They're super cool. And yeah, 
Thank you very much to all our patrons, past, present, and if you consider it be one, get involved, man. It's always a really good time. Honestly, it's very, 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 very fun. So if you head to the description of this episode, there's loads of names there that we thank. But as always, Sean is going to give a quick, mahoosive shout out to the elite members of our Sapling Podcast Patreon community. Those are the ones in the top tiers. Thank you very much. Kylie Wheeler, Mayumi Liwaway, Janelle Castan, Paul Morgan and Sean Ong, 2000 Trees Like a Metalcore, Bird and Ernie Hirschfield. Thank you very much, Paul. <laughs> Mitch Perry, Dilly Grimwood, Tony Michael, Natasha Morris, Nathan Croshaw, Emma Barber, Kelly Ewing, Sammy G, Kat Pesson, Murray Grimwood, Jenny Robertson, Trees, 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 That was the artist formerly known as Scott Jones. Kieran Olmi. Amy Dawson, Amy Louise, Tom Owen, Stuart, when the bees get married, when they meet their honey, honey like Steve Vai makes McNaught. We still haven't had a bloody honey from Steve Vai. I don't even know if Steve Vai exists. I think he's a hologram. Thank you very much. Kayla O'Sullivan, Caroline Robinson, Kate Patak, Martina McManus, Louis Cock, Carl Pendlebury, Danny Eaton, Jenny Munster, James McNaught, Kelly Cannon, Emily Perry, Jason Aredia, John and Emma, Craig Tim Martins, Barbich Harris, Kalila Keane, Adam King of the Gospel, Ollie, I heard Shona Morgan of the modern day Tarzan and Jane because they're the royalty of 2000 Trees Amesbury. Nice. Josh, what did Mike Tyson say after working out with Chris Hemsworth? You're going to be Thor in the morning, crisp. I don't think that's very nice. No, he's going to, no, he's, he's going to be Hulk Hogan soon as well. So there we are. What? He's going to be Hulk Hogan soon, isn't he? Who Hemsworth? is? He- Hemsworth. Do what are they doing Oh my fucking god! <laughs> is it gonna have the race? Is it gonna have the racism and the um, wife swapping? Well, we'll find out. Uh, nice. Anyway, thanks to Alice Wood, Gary White, Reese Bowling, Kate Stevenson, Kyle Campaign for Steve Vai, Honey, David Smith. We are, and last by no means, Connor Lewins and family. Thank you very much to all of those people. You literally make this podcast a, a thing. Because without you guys, it would not be, I don't think. So thank you very, very much. We appreciate you and we love you very much. 100% correct. Thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you to anyone listening to this. And thank you to every single person who came to watch us at the live podcast at Trees, who stopped to say Sapnin, stopped to say hi, whatever. And just everyone for the support. It absolutely means the whole world. This summer has been great. We've got to do so many great things personal achievements it's just being a wonderful time and i'm very very proud of everything we've done sean i think this is a great end to the festival season for us and of course on friday we'll be back with a new episode that's Oof. exclusive to the world <gasps> oh exclusive 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 I didn't really sound or work like I wanted to, but <laughs> shit. Oh, but good work, brother. I'm really happy with you everything too. we've done. Um, I'm, I'm excited for everything coming up. Yes, me too. Um, yeah, you smashed it over the weekend, despite giving yourself sunstroke like a fucking idiot. Oh, yeah, yeah here's the story. So I said to Morgan, <laughs> Morgan, by the looks of things, you've got sunstroke. You need to cover up more. At this point, he's just wearing a T-shirt, right? I mean, he had bottoms on as well, but he just top, top-wise had a T-shirt on. So I said, bro, you need to get OD, cover your neck, head, your arms, all this shit. He was like, yeah, right. Next time I saw him, sleeveless shirt. And then an hour later, um, a Brett Eatman art vest, which was the least amount of clothing you wore all weekend. And then um, at 4.30 in the morning, you were spewing into the toilet with sunstroke. Um, so 
That's on you. I warned you. I told you what you needed to do. You absolutely disregarded everything I said and ended up spewing like a madman. You sounded like the devil at Abba's phone in the morning. <laughs> I did. It, it sounded like the devil was trying to get out of my body. Let's just, let's just say that, but it's what I get in it. That's what I get. So yeah. there we are. Ending this with the vision of me being sick at 4.30 in the morning. Driving the porcelain bus at 4.30 in the morning. Anyway, something! <laughs> something! You're listening to Sapling Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much.